I got up early. Many years since I've been here. I don't know that song. I, I don't know. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's rock and roll. Let's get ready to rumble. They need to make headphones for bald people. I don't really know what would be different. Well, sometimes I look in the camera and it's like, I, I don't know, they're like sitting, you know, just the slightest angle and it looks funny. How would someone possibly fix that for you? Sew them into a hat or something. I think I think you're being extra sensitive about your headphones, which <laughs> nobody really cares about. I know. No one cares about me on this show. No, it's that's not what you. I said. No one cares about our headphones. No one cares about me. I'm going to leave. to see a therapist. I'll just go you on the other side of the need to see two therapists. One's obviously not enough. Yeah, just like two chains. Two chains. One chain oh, is not enough. It's not enough. You need do- right. doble. You need a doble down. Did I make you think of chapstick and I got put on twice? No, I had it in my pocket. But mm. here's the deal. I am extremely nervous here's because the, the hockey game is on tonight and I didn't realize why I was pacing around the house. I was so nervous, really nervous. And you left. So maybe there's a bit of separation anxiety because Katie and I are side by side a lot. Um, and mm-hmm. I just realized that I was looking at the monitor, not at the camera. I got to get used to it. Uh-oh. So we're slowly getting set up with the home studio. Mm-hmm. I think we're um, going to put wallpaper on here and rip out these stupid whatever that is. This is our glowing portal of light <laughs> to keep the darkness at bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, behind us, if you're just listening, we have a, a light that's reflecting off of a wall. Because Sean very, says that puts separation between us and the wall. Well, it doesn't look very good now, but... Um, we get some wallpaper. Studio, I think some wallpaper will be nice. Can we get some vintage wallpaper? You don't want used wallpaper. No, no, like cool looking stuff, like no, carriages. No, I dumb looking stuff. Very stupid. No, but like maybe from France, from like the 1800s, like Napoleonic era or something. I think it's a little busy. Like uh, it's a little busy. Kalesh, you know, like the horse I know the what that is. Buggy. It's a little busy. It works for, uh, what's that fancy brand? That's giving me so much information. <laughs> you guys. Or it, it works for Tyson Fury. Let's, uh, let's talk about the, we saw... Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we saw the stupidest thing. I honestly let's don't get even, ready. I don't even want to talk about it. It was so stupid. I was so amused. Now, I am not the most knowledgeable when it comes to boxing. I don't even like to watch fighting or boxing. It kind of gives me it. the oh, like the willies a yeah. little bit. I'm I've, like, ooh, ah. I've watched since I was a kid, and I, you know, any feat of athleticism is fantastic. But when you have two people, two, pugilists. You know, I don't know that word. Uh, they're pugilists. They're like pugs. No, they're they're <laughs> boxers. So um, pugilist is another word for boxer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pugilism yeah. is fighting, I oh, believe. To fight. No, but uh, so we watched um, the, the, the the dumbest thing ever. It was Tyson Fury, and then Deontay Wilder. I was like Wilder. What's his first name? Deontay Wilder. Anyway. They, you know how when they have fights, like whether it's UFC or boxing, and I'm not even that into it. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't even, don't even bother yourself with it. But they have them get together for the press conference. It's a press conference, but it's the stupidest press conference that has ever been held because it's like this like measuring contest of nothing where they essentially have a quote unquote stare off. Well, no, it doesn't happen. I think it's like a, it's like the, what's the. No blinking contest, stare contest? Yeah, yeah, staring yeah. contest. It's stupid, you guys. So they just stared at each other for like, mm, It's the photo op, Five right? minutes. You see the two boxers square up. Which is up, fine. Right? Photo op takes like a minute. Right, but they're trying to get into each other's heads. You know, they play the head games. And so it's these two stupid. men, um, 
you know, they, they have the press conference where one mocks the other one and the other one is wearing headphones, much like Katie and I, where I get mocked and I wear headphones. Um, and so then once the press conference is over, because they, they both answered a couple of questions or then they, well, they wouldn't to, even turn out to face the lady who's like trying to run something, which, you know, she's probably like working her ass off. And she's like, um, she gets on the microphone. She's like, um, excuse me, could you guys both turn out for the photo facing the crowd, please? Could you turn out now? They no, did not. They no, refused. It was so they, stupid. They stood there and they're giants. I think six foot nine, six foot seven, 270 pounds, 250 yeah, people. They're staring at each other and they're not blinking. And that's not, I mean, now I would never say this to either of their faces because they, they probably are intelligent. Uh, in fact, I've heard a couple of longer format interviews with Tyson Fury and I know he's a, a really sharp guy. I think Deontay Wilder is as well. Yeah. I don't think they're stupid at all, but that was stupid. This was a strange moment. So stupid. And they stood and stared at each other. A stare off, a stare down. It was like dinner for schmucks. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. That's what we kept referencing. If you haven't seen that film, I highly recommend it, but it did feel that way. Yeah. It was just stupid. And I was like, let's watch something else. Um, so we did. But it was just very dumb. I'm excited to see it, though. I release you. Oh. Mind control. <coughs> anyway, Sean's very nervous. I would love He's to go see that fight. He's full of anxious energy for the Canadians. And I'm not going to lie, it's a little much. The other day he put on a record, because we're now a record player, like we have access to it because we actually have space. Um, he had it's music called going. Turn, turntable. Oh, whatever. A record player is a child's toy. I don't this care. Is, this, this is a child's toy. An audiophile. Um, this is a child's toy. Dream being imagined. It's a record player. So he put on a record player and had the TV on to the pregame, both at very high volume. And I was just like, I'm like overly stimulated. It's just too much. And then he was pacing. He like wouldn't sit down. I haven't been this nervous in a while. And it's not because I think they're going to lose. It's because it's like my, everything that comes along with the game, you know, like every moment of it is exciting. And, and I'm just, I'm over the moon. We've made it this far. <laughs> game two is tonight. The Canadians are going to win. They did not win the last game. My prediction machine was a little off. I think I may have screwed up in one of my, uh, my little uh, visual, pre-visualization rituals. Um, I think my Habs hat was on the golden frog just slightly wrong. Uh, so I'll, I'll do better, guys. Uh, this, we're going to win tonight. You heard it here first. And it's not tonight for them. It'll be a few. They'll actually have had two more games. Well, yes, but oh, my God. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Because we're, we're recording this on a Wednesday. It'll go out on Saturday. And they're going to have Wednesday and Friday. I've already completed. So right. we'll see. if. So what do you think is going to happen since now it is the future when people are listening to this? Oh, the Habs will be up three games. Well, one. they can't. There's only two more games left, Sean. Well, they're that good. <laughs> No, uh, I really don't know what to make of it. I'm excited. Uh, Jeff Petrie's coming back. Uh, he oh, he was, is? Well, he was skating today and they were. he didn't have a no contact jersey on uh, oh, in so the warm-up. Oh, so his hand must be okay. I don't know. Hands are really, I mean, it's such a delicate They're thing, so but so necessary. Yeah. Anyways. Sometimes I wish I had three. Mm, I might, I mean, that would be helpful, especially if when getting a, things out of the car. Oh, no, I was thinking about so I could scratch my own back. Because there's a spot that I can't reach. And if I put it like a windshield wiper on, you that know, from my neck down, it would be like. I oh, could... God. <laughs> I, mm, you know yeah. what I mean? The windshield wiper out of the back uh, of a car. That's terrible, though. Then you have to like a hunchback. You no. got to put shirts on your arms just hanging. Well, out. think about how you could carry new ways of carrying a backpack or. A backpack versus just putting it on your back yeah. like normal. It'd well, be yeah. a purse. Yeah, a back purse, <laughs> a burse. 
oh, I've got bursitis again, you know, because you carry so much in your purse, you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, let's stop joking around. Let's get serious here. What, what do we What do we have going on, Katie? Um, we're getting adjusted. To- oh, I put together some Adirondack chairs and got bitten like ten thousand times by mosquitoes. Uh, you're lucky I was there in the yard because as they were carrying you away, I grabbed your toe. I was like, "Not today, mosquitoes!" Why and do I- you become British when you save me from mosquitoes? <laughs> or Irish? I'm not sure. I, I know he's just. I think it was British. I- but anyway, I so I w- follow this woman. I think I talked about this on the last one. So this is a good follow up. I got all the stuff that I talked about last week for the quote unquote natural bug repellent where it was geranium oil. It was like for two ounces. So you have to like multiply it. We had a eight ounce spray bottle or something like that. No, I 10 was, ounce. It was a 10 ounce spray bottle. So everything was times by five because it was the recipe I had was for two ounces. So per two ounces, you add five drops geranium oil, five drops citronella oil, and five drops what's called purification oil, which has like peppermint, a bunch of different things in it. Anyway, I get all this shit. We well, get some distilled water. When you were making it, mm-hmm. I was I was really into it, actually. I didn't want to get too excited, but it smelled like uh, natural scented napalm. like geranium it it smelled like a real like citronella candle like hardcore meets and then we spray it all over the fucking place and i get bit like 20 times i think it attracted them you can't trust anything on instagram who was it who's the who's the faker it's no it's a woman who is an herbologist and an acupuncturist and she's used this and she lives in texas and she shows herself using it and she's like if you were looking for the recipe here it is what i've always used i mean it's not like i just you know, I did, also, I did my research. We were informed that there's a type of mosquito here that is an invasive species. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Invasive, invasive species. 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 Yeah. Roads. Roads. I think um, you could say it anyway. Yeah. And it, it looks like a mosquito sort of in configuration. But it's got Except, stripes. It's like black and white. It's yeah. Really and like a little pepper flake on it, mm-hmm. uh, which is strange. And it those are the ones that ate me. Well, Two of them are rolling up their sleeves waiting for you at the window. <laughs> no, we're so I got eaten and it was so bad, you guys, that like I couldn't even sleep because the itch would wake me up. And so I had to go get antihistamines and take those. And then I got some Sarna lotion because uh, McKenna, a member of our community, told me that that saves her bacon. And we also have like the Ivorest, which is like for poison ivy we got for Sean when he got into that when we were in Washington. And uh, can't, you can't stop me from picking berries. And what's the other, the Caladryl or what's it called? Oh yeah. I don't think Caladryl Calamine, works Calamine well. lotion. That's like 1970s technology. Well, it works for me, honestly. Yeah. It worked better than the Ivoress because it works more quickly. Oh. But anyway, it doesn't, neither here nor there. Um, so I B called. for Benadryl. That's what works. Well, I got Just, Benadryl. That's going to knock me out. It's like, send you to sleep town. So if I have trouble again at night, I'll take that. I got that also. But sweet mother Mary, you guys. I hate getting bug bites in general. And so I don't even want to go outside right now until Mosquito Joe's comes and saves our bacon by spraying for mosquitoes. I think it's a great company name. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of great mosquito company names. There's like bugs no more and bug off Austin and (laughs) mosquito Joe's of greater Austin. And I forget the others. I could look them up. I wonder if there's a marketing company in Austin that just handles mosquito companies. We well, brand. that's what this one just is. Is Mosquito Joe's? No, but I mean a marketing company that just deals. Oh, a know, marketing. Like, we're going to come up with a great slogan mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, you, what you what do you do? You spray for mosquitoes? We got this. We, we can." No skeeters on your teeters. You know? <laughs> no, that's not going to work. <laughs> I wouldn't. Hi- I wouldn't hire you. That's not the name of the company. It's it's the slogan. Mm. You know. No. Mm-mm. 
Sean's not a marketing executive, as you can tell. No, but we'll cut that you, one out. <laughs> but so we got Mosquito Joe's coming on Tuesday, and they, they cannot come fast enough. Yeah. And she's like, sorry, we're a little behind because of the rain and, you know, the influx of the Skeeters. And I was like, there sure is an influx of the Skeeters. We have a fountain outside. It's a small, fa- it's a modest fountain. One bird can fit in the fountain and that's it. It's not very big, but no. it. I think it's a because the owners before didn't live here for a while. I think everything took over. We have to reclaim our land. Has anyone out there seen the movie Big? Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, What a fantastic film. I loved it. Tom Hanks. Where is this coming? Well, just because uh, I've always heard about home ownership, but I've never actually been a homeowner. So it looks great in photos. I was thinking more like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids because the mosquitoes are so large. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I was just thinking of Tom Hanks when like, you, know, you start discovering things are wrong with your house, even though it looked great in the photos. It just is that in big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, not big. I'm sorry. I was like, what? He like isn't uh, a kid, but he's in a man's body. Yeah. You're talking about the money pit. Damn it, Shelley Long was his wife. Yeah, yes. And it's of... called the money pit. Yep. Correction. We'll make a retraction. It's called the money pit. You know, the guy made so many movies. But, Remember, he was but, playing volleyball in World War II, no, and but then big there is... was a volcano. But big is so very different from the money pit. And also not only in timeline, like in his age, but also in like theme or storyline. What's the deal with what's the deal, what's the deal? with uh, Hollywood remaking movies? Like there's no uh, new ideas, right? Uh, well, there they are remade, new ideas. They just shout they just like shut them down. But they did big, except with Jennifer Garner. No, thirteen yeah. going on thirty. That's big. I mean kind of. You know. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. That's all you That's got. the only one that Hollywood's ever redone. They, they, everything else is original. Oh my God, they redo so much. No, I, so back in the day when I was a sales rep, one of the office managers that I used to call, and you know this story, but they don't, um, his name was Josh, wonderful guy. And he was a writer with the hopes of getting a film picked up, right? So he wrote, he and his writing partner were like screenwriters, I think is what they call them, right? Yeah. Anyway, they would go to these pitch meetings all the time and pitch what sounded to me like a very cute story or very cute film or a fun action. You know, they did a lot of different styles, but the type, the type of film he was always frustrated with that they chose was something like (laughs) the best example was he had a film that after 500 days of summer came out, he was like, it's kind of similar in feel to that. It was kind of like a rom-com, but like more of a quirky, dark rom-com. It's like Die Hard, but on a trolley. But no, it's not. But so it was more, it's like a dark rom-com and they were shopping it around and they got in, people were interested, two different studios and they took the second meetings and then third meetings and the third meeting, one of them dropped out because their budget was cut. And so they had to cut any of their extra films, whatever. Then the next one went on and they went to like four or five rounds of these stupid fucking meetings with like rewrites. And then what did they go on to create? Kung Fu Panda Panda 4. (laughs) I don't know which one it was. It was Kung Fu Panda though. And he was like, Are you but they probably did something me? cute like Kung Fu Panda four and a half, you know, and he's like four and a half feet tall, the panda. But, but still, well, you gotta have. You don't hope. have a new idea. You're gonna do another version of Kung Fu Panda. I haven't even watched any of Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, Jack Black's a rich dude. Jack Black's pretty funny. He's got a good, you know, TikTok and his YouTube is great. He, I like that he like is doing it with his son and like it's just him being him and yeah, it's pretty funny. But anyway. Enough about us. So I got bit by mosquitoes. We built our Adirondack chairs and they're sitting out by our fire pit, which is nice. Uh, and on our One porch. of us built the Adirondack chairs. The other one uh, folded cardboard. 
Yeah, Sean, which one? Sean broke the carp. We'll have to share with that, them that TikTok that I love. It's like the North American husband is <laughs> doing battle. With no, it's, it's not even doing battle. She's like, it's the voiceover is what's beautiful. It's like, here we have the North American husband and he has been tasked with a very dis- difficult task. How to fit a cardboard box in a bin with which it is too large for. And then it's like, notice how he could have gotten some scissors or a knife. I like that she says knife. But no, he's using his brute strength to tear apart said box. I'm not even doing it justice. It's hilarious. And you're watching her husband. She's making jokes as she's watching her husband rip up a box, a cardboard box into bits and shove the bits in the bin versus just like cutting it apart into squares and then putting it in. I didn't do that, though. I was I broke it down, folded it neatly and because we're running out of space. But you have ripped them up. Yes. In the past. Mm -hmm. I've learned from my Sean's been known. So I sent that over to him on TikTok and I was like, ha ha ha. It was really funny. I was like, I have a North American husband. It's true. <laughs> so we have to go to the recycling center yeah. again because now we have a shitload They're of They're very nice over there. I, I feel like we should bring them some beers next time. Though. I know. We go they there stand all out. the time. It's like 110 degrees. They're shaded, but yeah, it's hot. Yeah. I mean. But I, I do. It is. We, we are there every weekend. So after, oh, this Saturday, as you guys are listening to this, is the last day of my relationship workshop. Boom. Six weeks in the can, done. Solve all well, your solve all your issues. That's not true. I'll give you some tools. Help yeah. you with communication. Yeah. Deal with some ish in your with every sign up. Uh, you get a Campbell soup phone can and a string. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me, Sean? Is that you? Oh my god! I was on Insta Stories and I do captions now because they have a, uh, you can just select captions and it auto captions okay. which i think is beautiful especially if people are listening to their with their phones on silent i guess listening is not the right word watching with their phone on silent or if someone's deaf or hard of hearing captions are automatically generated but when i said and you know sean it spelt your name like sauna or maybe it was s-h-a-u-n it was just weird i was like i think it was shauna i'm like it didn't hear me mm. but that went out close enough world. Yeah, it spells my name with an E, and it also beeps out cuss words, which pisses me off. Oh, really? It censors you. It beeps your audio, and in the captions, it gives you a bunch of like the, you know, money sign, ampersand, asterisk, like all those weird characters or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And it's like, beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> so frustrating. You know? Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, I don't like being censored, but I understand why someone would censor me. I don't think, I don't understand. If you don't like it, click away and watch something else. Just click away. <laughs> click away. Okay, we have letters. Enough about us. We do. We, we put the letters. Adirondack chairs together. I got bit. Sean has new guy friends. You know <laughs> well, it's better than having new girlfriends, right, Katie? Oh, I'd kill them. Yeah. We'd, uh, we'd kill them all. I do have uh, a neighbor who was kind enough to stop by and invite me to come hang out with some other people. I want you to sit in it and oh, it makes the funk funk. I can hear yeah, it in the headphones. This. This needs, this got some issues. Well, no, you sit on the table. Right. Anyways, so they invited me over and I went by and they were wonderful people. They had beer uh, that they brew. They're more advanced at beer than I am, which is interesting. Uh, <laughs> they're very into the beers. I think they're engineers. I did, although I didn't ask uh, too many questions about you know what other people do, but they were very precise about measurements uh, and notes. Uh, you could just notes. be really into making beer. Yeah, uh, but it was fantastic because the beer was of uh, exceptional quality. Um, it was great. So I was just excited that you were being social. Christine and I were talking about how neither of our husbands are very social, but they're both trying. Yeah. Which is good. 
trying to be social. Um, it, it felt good. I mean, you yeah. Know, I've, in my mind, I'm always like, no new friends. Because, you know, why? It just takes a lot of effort. Because you have so many friends now that you're just overrun with effort. Well, no, that's the problem. And that's why I'm making an effort to, <laughs> mm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, add to the friend collection again. I um, thought it was really nice. It was. Because- and there were very nice people, uh, which was, you know, there was no jerks in the group. Good. Unless I was the jerk, which maybe hey, there won't be There's always back. one. <laughs> just kidding. You're never a jerk. Everybody always likes you. I just thought it was nice that they made he made such an effort because he when we were over there when we were like introducing ourselves them and chitty chatting um he invited you then yes and he said oh you come by every monday we do this hangout blah 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 and then that following monday so that was on saturday that following monday he came by the house and gave you his number he left on a sheet of paper because sean was out like sweeping the garage and stuff and he didn't see him and so he gave me a little piece of paper with his number and he's like i really want sean to come tonight you know, have him shoot, uh, shoot me a line. And I was like, well, I'm going to be honest. It's the Stanley Cup playoffs right now. And so I don't know if he'll be able to make it, but I will have him text you. And he was like, okay. And then you did. And it all I texted. Out. And here's how much of an effort. This is uh-huh. a Herculean so effort. It was on Sean's part. Uh, I said, okay, it's in between the first and second period. I'm going to dart over next door. I'm going to have a beer. I'm mm-hmm. going to introduce myself. And then I'm going to Irish goodbye. Well, I mean, not really Irish goodbye. You just said, I'll just hang out for a little bit and then I'll pop back. Yeah. And I told him that in the text that, hey, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll But you ju- stayed for I'll like an hour. Up. I did. I actually gave up the rest of the game um, in an they effort. They lost to, anyway. Yes, they did. And maybe it's my fault. But uh, I thought that putting, investing in myself as mm-hmm. opposed to investing into some weird, you know, fandom that I'm, yeah, I'm obsessed with. It, and I needed to give myself a break because I had worked myself into a tizzy, but it was nice. We were sitting out in the backyard and- now, this isn't brood X that we're talking about here. Apparently, this is just brood, you know. Uh, cicadas is what he's talking about. Brood, you, you know, don't five know what or brood something. means. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So cicadas are alive and well here in Texas. And Katie and I were quite worried about uh, the sound that we had heard. Um, oh, yeah. You recorded it. I did. because This is in our backyard. And it's at night, given. It's pitch black. And I told Sean, I'm like, it sounds like we're in Jurassic Park. It's and, pretty I, disturbing, and he was going actually. out to turn off the fountain, said fountain. And he was like, I said, if you see a pterodactyl out there, you come right back. I wonder if I can. Yeah, hear my. Oh, no, no observations. It doesn't. It didn't record it. I'm sorry, guys. I failed. It didn't record it. No, I think because it came back and said, I don't know what that is. Run. I've got an app on my phone called BirdNet. And you can yeah, because I was like, what? I said, it has to be a bird or something because it was making such a crazy noise. And so Night we went bird. outside and recorded it with the app, hoping it would tell us. And it was like, it's not a bird. And I was like, then what the fuck is it? Is it a pterodactyl? Right. They're really loud. And maybe we can record it and add it to next week. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Uh, so it turns out they're cicadas, but they're not the cicadas we're used to that start low and then build. Mm-hmm. That's my best cicada. That was pretty good. And they go on. They're really annoying. Yeah, this super annoying. is like. Yeah, it's a crazy noise. It sounds like. It does. It's really Yeah. We're going to have to record it for you guys, unless you already live in Austin, in which case you're like, oh, that. And yeah. so I says to the guy, I says, I says, he says guy, <laughs> what's that strange noise in the neighborhood, new friend? And he said, what noise? I said, the, uh, the, the noise. The noise right now? Oh, so, those are cicadas. I said, the cicadas I'm used to go, Bzzz, and he's go, <laughs> he goes, yeah, they're a little different here. I said, how big are the cicadas? He goes, like, boat, you know, like, 
What? And I was like, what? No, not this. <laughs> yeah. Like, two fingers together? Well, no, he, he was doing oh, this. Oh, like two trying, inches. Yeah, like. Like round. Um, no, I think like. like. Anyway. Cylindrical? Got, <laughs> I don't they, know. They are, so they're like oval. Yeah. Because they're bugs and they're probably like three or four inches long. Ours are like an inch. And yeah, half. the ones in, in Southern California. Yeah. Okay. But these are Texas ones. Everything's uh, bigger in Texas. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a saddle. But I don't mind cicadas. I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of people hate them, but they eat mosquitoes. And so I'm like, fine. You also, they taste fantastic with peanut butter. That's there, it. I said it. No. Also, they don't bite you. They don't do anything to you. True. Okay. Okay. So Enough about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we any? have a lot of letters to get through. And, we and do. I we apologize. need to catch up. Okay. So we we're are behind. Yeah. Okay. We have another letter from Lyra. Hello, Lyra. I hope I'm saying her name correctly. And it is entitled Aliens. Oh. oh aliens. It said, in episode, we're not sure, dot, dot, dot. Sean mentioned aliens. And it just reminded me of something. My father, which is kind of into this stuff, brought me along a few times to some kind of meeting. Actually, it what? was a place where people used to meet and talk about their experiences. Oh, their alien abductions. And share photos they had taken of anything under the alien or supernatural topic. Oh. I can't say I believe in everything, but they did have some interesting things to share. For instance, pictures of orbs. I think that's what you call them. I can attach a photo so you know what I'm talking about. I think the picture is taken by one of them. Here, let me show you. This is an orb. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Swamp gas? Uh-huh. Okay. Those are, those are interesting. Okay, now we know what you're Maybe talking about. Maybe a firefly doing crack or something. <laughs> so the picture is taken by one of them. I wanted to share another one, but I couldn't find it. It had a billion of those round things covering the whole picture. I always thought that was just like light bouncing around in your lens. It could be. But those are kind of swirly. Swirly. Swirly, twirly. I'm intrigued. Go on. Okay. And they seem to be following the landscape up and down. So the round things weren't just covering the whole picture. They like were following a pattern. And the picture was taken in the dark with the flash for coming from the camera. Hmm. Oh. oh, interesting. I guess this doesn't have anything to do with UFOs, I think. But I wanted to share it because I think the picture that I was shown that they kept on their phones was something more than explainable things that happen sometimes when you take a picture. Wikipedia explains it like this. The backscatter of the camera's flash by um, notes of dust causes unfocused orb-shaped photographic artifacts. Uh, that's the, kind of what I was talking about, I bouquet. guess. Huh? Bouquet. That's what they call it? Uh, yeah. A, like a bouquet? But a bouquet? Bouquet. Bouquet. Okay. Boca. Boca Raton. Boca Raton. <laughs> but who knows? Feel free to share your thoughts about it. I do. I That's what I thought that was because I've seen plenty yeah. of photos I've taken or that I've seen online of like beautiful sunsets and they'll have little specks and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's like the light dancing in your lens. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a photographer nor, you know. Nor did you stay at Holiday Inn last night, so I, I so I don't really have anything, you know. If I was Terry Carnation, I would say, right, right. Where where was this taken? Was this in New Mexico? Where's this photo from? Oh, we do, I don't know that yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten there yet. Let's keep. Let's see what else we find out. Um, I kind of believe in both the supernatural and the scientific version. Anyhow, they also had a picture of a really strange-looking round object that seemed to levitate over a lake. Mm. Mm. This was taken very close to where I live. I don't know if we know where she lives. I know the man who took it and his story about it, that he had seen it 
and taken a picture of it and come into contact with someone else who had also seen the same object from another angle. Mm -hmm. So maybe someone on the other side of the lake. They also took a picture of it and sent it to him. And they also, uh, oh, then he showed the two pictures to the ones attending the quote unquote meeting thingy. Okay. And the reason I believe it is because they're mostly old and don't know much about technology, just enough to take photos with their phones. And because they spend their time doing this and then discuss it with each other, like what they've seen. And it doesn't make any sense to me that they would fake photos and stories and then talk to each other about it. It's true. I created this complete false narrative and I want to meet with people each week to discuss. To test my knowledge. My fake, my fakeness. Yeah. I agree. I understand. Um, Okay. Okay. But I could probably spend a, um, a while discussing the things that I do believe and don't believe. Um, hold on. That doesn't make sense. But I could probably spend a while discussing the things that I do believe and don't believe about the whole thing. But I won't. Okay. Gotcha. The one who arranges it also has a story. Okay. So the person who arranges these meetings also has a story he keeps telling. Oh, don't you love when people have like repetitive stories? Like us? Everybody does. Everybody does it. <laughs> but I find family... Maybe it's because I just bounce back every like, you know, two or three times a year or whatever. Right. Even your family, our families, um, they repeat lots of stories all the time. Yeah. And I do too, though. I never remember what I've told people, you know, in terms yeah. of which story, not stories, like made up stories, but like what. Yeah. Which ones you've actually shared. I yeah. do that here a lot. I'm like, I think we talked about that before. Have yeah. I told you guys that? You know, I don't know. But it's just funny because like my mom, my grandma, Larry, your dad, your sister, we all retell stories. Yeah. We do it all the time. It's funny. Sometimes Sean will start something like, oh, you already told me that yesterday. And he's like, oh, yeah. No new stories, Katie. I'm sorry. I know. Well, we've spent all this time together. It's hard to have new stories. Like I had an adventure today. I went out on my own. I know. Spent time with my friend He came back. I was like, what did you learn? What does it look like out there? What are the people doing? I even stopped (laughs) by the dry cleaners. I felt very productive. Amazing. Like back into, back to life, back to reality. Okay. Also, the lady at the dry cleaners was like, what's your zip code? And I was like, 90. And she was like, you mean seven? We're in Texas. It's all sevens. And I was like, shit. Fail. <laughs> it was a fail. Epic fail. I was like, damn it. She's going to know I'm from California. The jig is up. Yeah, run, run away. <laughs> Drop your stuff and run. <laughs> okay. Um, even now, as I say that, I'm like, what is our zip code? I got to get it together. Okay. Anyways, back to the letter. Okay. Um. Okay, he keeps telling me something. I was like, where were we? Where were we? I wish I remembered it better, but he says that he was taking pictures of the sky. Okay, as one does, just randomly taking pictures of the sky. And suddenly saw a light moving around on it. He explained that he, for some reason, lost his ability to move. Hmm? Hmm? And it was as if he disappeared for a while. And when he came back, the light was gone and he noticed a tremendous pain in his arm. And realized... (laughs) Okay. And realized that he had somehow gotten his hand crushed in the door of the car. Ooh. I can't remember how. Maybe he didn't know. And he didn't know how long he'd been standing like that. But the arm had become completely white or blue or something. And that meant that it must have been for a while. He meant that this must have happened because the UFO did something to him. But who knows with a face like a a smiley face with a tongue out. I don't know if my version of this is completely right. But it's the best I can do on memory. Some of them do claim to have been abducted as well. I can't really say anything for or against that, but it was kind of interesting at least to listen to. Sorry about misspellings. I was so exhausted when writing this. I hope you got through. By the way, Sean asked where I'm from or where in Norway I'm from. It's in the South. Ah. Kind regards, Lynn. Oh, thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Um, 
what was it? And maybe this is why we mentioned another episode, but remember we were watching that one like documentary or something where all people in New Hampshire or some shit like experienced the same yeah, alien life force there, thing. There's mass sightings, which is interesting. And every culture treats it differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the United States and Canada and, um, you know, anyways, uh, I think a lot of times uh, people are mocked, ridiculed, mm. right? Well, yeah. But now we know they actually do exist. Well, something exists that they're they're hinting at. All those, what do they call them, pills or? Uh, oh, the Tic Tac. Tic Tacs. Yeah, that's really strange. And uh, so the the if you don't know the defa- uh, defart- department, the, 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 the department, department of, of depends, <laughs> the de- department of depends, mm-hmm. um, the United States government is uh, acknowledging that they have things that they have tracked. And, and they don't know what they are. They don't know what they are. And, and so they've released all these papers since like as far back as the 40s or 50s or something. Yeah, there's always these Freedom of Information Act mm-hmm. uh, yeah, releases. releases as well as now they're releasing footage. And and it's just, you know, anomalies that they can't make heads or tails of. And the argument against it is that, well, it's just because the censors may be faulty. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when you hear very credible people well, yeah, like actual scientists, like there was that one guy that worked, um, I don't know if he worked in Area 51 or something like that, but he pretty much got shunned, shunned, re- yeah. unshunned. His re- story shunned. was really strange. It's sad because he was like, this is happening. Yeah. And they're like, no, it isn't. And you're, you're fired. You're yeah. fired. So Some people called him a liar and, and uh, it was very difficult. He went mm-hmm. public with his, whatever his story was. And um, they shut him down. And yeah. I mean, he he now lives like peacefully off somewhere else with his wife. I forget where, like in Portland or something, but yes. Uh, but there's, there's people who are credible. Mm -hmm. So his story was, uh, discredited in the media, even though he'd come forward and said, no, I I worked. But I wonder if now, cause he's, he's not a crazy, like didn't Joe Rogan have him on his podcast? Yeah. Yeah. And he's not a wild, crazy talker. He, he talks about just so matter of fact, like, well, this is what happened. And, and I didn't know I couldn't talk about it. And then they told me it didn't happen. And I'm like, but, you know, it was like gaslighting, essentially. Yeah. Like, you're not remembering it right. And he's like, no, I am, though. Well, it was weird. There, there was a big disinformation campaign. Uh, his name is Bob Lazar. Mm, and yes. Bob Lazar claimed that he worked at Area, uh, was it 51? That's what I said. Area, area 32, 50, something. Area 22, <laughs> nobody knows. Out in the Nevada desert. Yeah. But uh, he was let go of his job, and then they kind of erased him from the, the books of working there. Yeah, like as if he'd never had a job. It's like they removed all of these like any proof that he'd ever yeah. been there. And it was devastating to him. It's an interesting story. Uh, but since I don't know the person, I can't corroborate obviously what he's saying, but, but it you seems can like listen. a government cover up. It reeks of cover up. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Oh, my stomach. just. Your, your stomach's been very chatty today. Yeah. Hasn't but anyway, so that you have these things, but now they're, they're releasing footage and saying, yeah, we don't know what this is in the footage. Mm-hmm. And therefore I find that really compelling, especially when you have, um, fighter pilots who are are talking about what they've seen and yeah and people who are and a lot of pilots to observe in general visually as yeah. well as through instrumentation they really have a, a very good comprehension of aerospace you mm-hmm. know like being being flying around uh yeah and and what's therefore normal, when they see normal exactly this, something could never move this quickly and it moved up and down in this rapid movement but versus you know what are we know our airlines or other yeah I don't know, flying objects even call them that because they're not always airplanes. There's like fighter jets. There's different things. But yeah. all of that, they know how those are supposed to operate. And they're like, we can't explain this. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Um, it's, it's so interesting that 
who is it? Marco Rubio from uh, from Florida. I say he Florida. Yeah, didn't yeah. he run for president or something? He did. Uh, but he wrote into the COVID bill, the COVID mm-hmm. relief bill, that uh, they would have to that the U.S. government and specifically the Department of Defense, I think, mm-hmm. would have to release the department. The department of, of depends. depends. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd have to release the information that that we've gathered uh, mm-hmm. as uh, that the United States has gathered. And so we're waiting for that to happen the next couple They're probably of weeks. redacting everything. That's it. David, Comes out all black. David redacted. David, David did it first. He's like, mm-hmm, He did it first, mm-hmm. but they do it second. He's just like. Yeah. But it, with a black marker. It's fascinating. And the latest footage that they released is, and we'll get off this topic. Some people may not be. Yeah, into I'm it. already bored. I'm not. I'm, I can't wait. But Sean the, loves a lot of this uh, chitty chat. It's, it's like a soap opera, a space soap opera, if you will. You know? Well, we have the Space Force for yes. a reason. Yeah. Take it to. Taking it to the space. Dun, 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 dun. I like it. You're a marketing genius. Okay, I'm moving on. Okay, but good? the last thing is that they released oh. this footage mm-hmm. um, of a ship out at sea that was being swarmed by a bunch of... Those Tic Tacs. Yeah, uh, weird things. And they've got on radar and they, they have the... I don't know what they call the guy who looks at the radar screen. Mm-hmm. The direction guy, you know, whatever. I don't even uh, know. But anyways, they have him... The navigator. Yeah, n- navigator. That'd be the direction guy, navigator. if that's what you're yeah. going to... Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, they have a bunch of these guys talking on the radio and they're like, I don't know what this is. And they, they're really confused by what they're seeing with these signatures and radar isn't new. No, you know, like, it's old technology. Yeah. And anyways, I, there's no explanation. And then the Department of Defense released the footage and said, we don't know what it is either. Well, like I've said before, it's pretty like ethnocentric or egocentric to think that we're the only people in this entire like galaxy and how many galaxies are there out there? Like, in the entire oh, the universe. ether universe, that we're the only creatures on the only planet. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. And it's not to say it's even aliens. It could be something else. It could be just another anomaly. Like thousands of years ago, the way they explained the sunrise was that, oh, you know. It in- takes the chariot. The chariot hooks it to the sun and he pulls it across. The, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's that. I just think it's like. No, but just because we don't know what it is. Yeah, we doesn't don't mean know what we don't know. There's not a scientific explanation for it. True, true. Um, so that's all I have to say about that. Okay, moving on, because Keely sent <laughs> us some adorable pet photos. All right. In response to episode 64. Ooh. Pet photos incoming. Incoming! Ruff. Says um, she has shared these photos, and they are of adorable guinea pigs and birds. So I'm just going to, if it can open here. Uh, there they are. Oh, super cute. Look at the guineas. Good fur, good coat. I do love guineas. And look at those two little calico guineas. Oh, no, sorry. Nope. I was, that's not what I planned on doing. I planned on oh, doing wow. That. Beautiful. Beautiful. My dad then has some kittens that showed up like a that. Bird. Uh, what a is parrot? that? Is that a parrot? A gray? Or a cockatoo? It looks like a parrot to me, but kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's a parrot. Yep. That's oh, a parrot. That's a parrot. I wonder that's if there's Texas parrots. You know, because we're close One to is the a cockatoo. Caribbean. Oh, there's three. Three birds. Oh, wow. They've got uh, quite a uh, few pets. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, uh. Keely, thank you for sending that in. It says, hi, Katie and Sean. I imagine by the time you get this, you'll have moved and are hopefully feeling more relaxed and settled into your new home. I'll have a glass of wine on your behalf for a job well done. Thank Please you. do. Please do. And we are. She knew we'd be behind. Right. No, no rush. No problems. I apologize in advance for the potential length of this and do feel free to skim over any boring bits. I don't think anything's boring. It is a little bit bad that I kind of enjoyed listening to other people's. Oh, is it? She's asking us. 
is it a little bit bad that I kind of enjoyed listening to other people's car accident stories? No. no. We I asked enjoy, for them for a reason. Yeah. Better than better than you having the car accident. You just live vicariously through someone else. Yeah. Know? We're not watching and laughing. Yeah. We're hearing after the fact everybody's okay. I think, you know, and then we get to hear. Right. And it's like your first accident where you're like, bunk, shit. Right. It's those kinds of accidents. Honestly, it just reassures me that I'm not the only one out there with stories like that. And there's hope for me yet. I was quite late to get my driver's license. I think I was maybe 24. So it's been a few years. The legal driving age in the UK is 17. Oh, I thought it was 18. Interesting. Hmm. 17. We were 16. What were you? 16. Okay. I thought Canada was 18. No. 16. That's for drinking in Quebec. But driving at 16, drinking at 18? Yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. Interesting. In the UK, I think you can drink it. 18 you can have like a glass of wine i think or beer at like 16 i'm not sure 14 i don't know you guys let me know go into mcdonald's and have a mcbeer or something in france i know no i know um my friend from france she used to tell me that if you went out to dinner with your family and stuff if you were like a teenager they'd let you have like a glass of wine it wasn't oh a big yeah, deal. yeah she's like it's no big deal i think that way you're more responsible you know yeah like- cammy her cammy's her name and she thought that us being so rigid until 21 she thought was like re- atrociously ridiculous right she's like so kids are just like binge drinking at a young age and i don't think it used to be that way in the united states i think that changed in the 70s they they Maybe. for whatever reason they they clamped down i don't know why i don't think i don't feel like you should not understand how to properly use liquor and manage your own alcohol consumption after you have a driver's license yeah this does, that seems ass backwards i'm like what if you don't get to drive until you're like 18, but you can start drinking at 16 or 21. You don't drive, but you can drink, you know, like something, something's off. It's off. Okay. Back to the letter. I'm getting off, off topic. Okay. The legal driving age in the UK is 17, but driving lessons and tests are hella expensive. So it took me a few years to get the funds together for it. Why should it cost that much? I hate when things are, expensive like that because that just means that people whose parents aren't wealthy can't even do it you know what i mean yeah the barrier to entry is a little prohibitive when it costs so much and and oftentimes maybe public transportation isn't so good yeah Uh, like la public transportation is horrible yeah because you're likely to get robbed well you're also in traffic like it's terrible right like good two words good or what if you live in the countryside of of the uk you know and so then you're you're trapped. You don't have a public yeah, you don't transport. have a way to get. You have to have like someone take you to town and stuff. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, when I was growing up, we took driver's ed as part of school. It was like in school you took it, and I think there was an extra cost of I don't even know. Let's say a hundred bucks. My mom would remember, but she'll probably tell me later. She'll text me when she's watching this and be like, "It was not a hundred bucks." But I thought it was like a hundred bucks, and then you go and take your test, and I want to say your license cost twenty five dollars. So it shouldn't. Even if you were just scraping by, you could save a couple of bucks. And, you know, if you knew in it, you know, in advance. So as you're, you build up to it, you could probably save and make right. that happen. Okay. So it's hell of expensive, hella expensive. Um, I passed first time. Woohoo. I thought I want, um, I want to say it was only a week after passing my test, but I managed to pull out into a speeding taxi and put a nice dent in their car and in mine. Good job. No injuries though. Phew. That's like my first accident. It was. I'd only had my license for like a few weeks. Keynote though, mm-hmm. she was pulling out and there was a speeding taxi. Oh. So I think the taxi was the was at fault here. I don't Taxis know. are aggressive. Never met a taxi driver that drives like cautiously and slow. Mm. Remember the last time? So Sean and I don't. The take, final time. The final time. The like 
It's not the first, but it's definitely the the straw that broke this Canadian camel's back. Well, we used to always take Lyft or Uber as everybody, but there was this period of time where LAX prohibited them from coming in. And we happened because we fly, we used to fly a lot for work. We happened to fly during that time and we came back. And so we're like, well, fuck, I guess we have to take a taxi. And I was like, God damn, we got to take a taxi. And we park our car. We used to because we couldn't park it on the street where we lived. We used to park it off in this residential area, just like 15 minutes from the airport known as Westminster, right? Yes. So we went, so I told the guy the address and he was mad because it was so close. It was too short of a trip for, you know, for this guy to do his job. Yeah. Like First if, of all, he pulled up and the cab reeked. Like, it, yeah, it was, it was bad. A B, like, it was a B.O. B.O. and food. Like, it, it was just. I like onions. It was horrible. Disgusting. Ruthless. And so we had the window cra- uh, cracked down and he was doing maybe 90 miles an hour. On residential, you go where the you guys speed limit's like forty. I was like, uh, and he had that crazy music, so it was. Um, he had his phone up, and it's fine if they want to play music, but it was like peak levels, like so fucking loud, and like the music video of said music was like playing on this shitty phone that was like propped up on, and I was terrified for my life. Yeah, I was like holding on my seatbelt, and I was like, oh my god, which I had flashes. Remember Jenna and Julian got in that accident because the fucking taxi driver drove like a maniac. Yeah, oh. And we got, and it still cost us like $30 for that fucking trip that normally if it was Lyft, it'd be like 11 However, uh, there's nothing like the taxi experience in uh, London to go from Heathrow to oh know, my God. a mile away, which is like 180 pounds or something. <laughs> it, you guys, it was so crazy. We had to stay over outside of Heathrow Airport once when we were coming back from Elgin, Scotland. Yeah. We had to stay over, like lay over for one London night. London is expensive, yo. Yeah, and it was like half a mile. And we got in, the guy's like, that's going to be 120 pounds. And I was like, what? And I was like, well, do you take credit card or debit card? And he was like, no, I only take cash. And I was like, I got 60 bucks. So he only charges 60 bucks, which makes me believe that I should have said I only had 20 bucks. And you can go fuck yourself because this is a ripoff. Right. I think it, they have to pay some sort of fee to leave the airport and come back in. Which is stupid because then it ends up fucking us. Yeah. Anyway, okay, enough about that. Clearly, we don't like taxis, and I only lift an Uber exclusively. If Therefore, I can help it. we pass judgment. It was the taxi's fault, not yours, Keely. Mm-hmm. Keely, you are in the clear. Okay, so no injuries. Phew. The real uh-oh, what have I done, was about two, two to three years ago. I was driving along a main road in my little 1.2-liter Peugeot 206, following a queue of traffic as we were all stuck behind a tractor. Oh, country living. That reminds me. This road next to my, the house my mom's actually selling, the old house I grew up in, um, constantly there's this farm there that if you don't, if you never live in the country, farms don't care that roads are there. They like own land usually on both sides. They usually owned it before the road went through, but not always. So there's always this crossover, this time where they're bringing the cattle from the barn to the other property or whatever. And so they'll put up some little cones or some little signs to let you know, but not always. And so you'd always be very alert because you came around this corner and it could be like, you know, 20 cows or sheep crossing. Got to hit the skids. So you got to be careful. Got to pay attention. And you can also get stuck behind a tractor. Okay. So they were stuck behind a tractor. Many cars ahead of me overtook the tractor, meaning they passed it nice and quickly, beautifully. And then I try to do it. Let me preface this by saying that this is the only time I have ever attempted to overtake and I don't think I'll be doing it any again anytime soon I don't like to do that either we go to Mammoth you'd want to pass and I'd be like 
I'm, I'm cool. Plus, she's driving a compact Peugeot, you know. But it, even then, it just scares me to be in the wrong lane. Right. Because it's not just, oh, I'm going faster than this person. I'm going to pass. It's like, because I'm going fast and the people coming toward me in the same lane are going fast, the space between us is exponentially getting short. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you add your two speeds together, mm-hmm. right? So if you're doing 100 miles an hour and you're doing it gives me anxiety. 100 miles an hour, that's 200 I, miles I, an hour, you're closing the distance pretty quick. Pretty it's quick. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Okay. Back to the story. I pick up speed. I move down in gears to get my revs up. Smart girl. Yep. It's beautifully sunny morning. I'm listening to Tori Amos. Also, great choice. Cornflake girl? I get, what are we talking about here? Tori Amos? Yeah. Why Cornflake girl? That's one of her jams. Oh, the album or the song? I don't know if it's an album. It's a song. Song. It's the only one I know, I think. She was good when she first came out. I really like Tori Amos. I used to Amos. love Tori Amos. But, you know. I can picture the front of one of the albums. She, like, really played the piano all crazy daisy. All crazy daisy. Okay. I liked so it. She, I get to the side of the tractor and shit, it's pulling way more trailers than I had anticipated or could see. Oh no, so farther to go. My car won't go faster and a car is racing towards me. I'm still on their side of the road. Obviously at this point, I'm like basically, okay, nice knowing you life. (laughs) I have a story to share about this also. I can't get ahead of the tractor and I can't pull back behind it. So what do I do? I swerve into the tractor to avoid a head-on crash and get t-boned off the road and over a wall into a field no kidding oh no this is a bad crash cars are right off tractor is fine other car and passenger passenger are fine i'm in a complete daze and someone has to help me out of the car the door was very smashed and stuck the police come the ambulance arrives i have to do a breathalyzer test (laughs) oh no i mean and i'm having a full-on panic attack understandably so yeah I, I don't know what I would have dr- done. I probably would have just drove off the other side of the road into the field. <laughs> you know, I don't know. What <laughs> Leap I out the window. <laughs> or when I, I've done this before, and this is why I don't really overtake. I don't pass is like, I'll come out. And then if I see another car coming and I'm like, oh shit, they're going faster. There's more. I'm like, and I'm back. Return. Yeah. Undo. Edit undo. Okay. Um, I legit remember sobbing at the police after and asking if I was about to go to jail. All was fine in the end, but I am to this day amazed that the only injuries I had was whiplash and a few cuts and bruises. I don't know how I was so unharmed. And it actually freaks me out to think about how easily it could have been a total disaster. Yeah. It's a Peugeot commercial. This podcast is actually brought to you by Peugeot. Peugeot. Keely doesn't even exist. She just, this is all made up just so we can sell elaborate ads. No, we just saw her talking to her bird. That's not real. That was just to build this backstory of a person so that we could sell Peugeots. Aren't you amazed? Didn't Sarah and Elgin drive a Peugeot too? It's got that funny little dog character looking thing on the so front. I think it's a, a lion. lion. Or it could be a dog. Rough. It's a French dog standing up. <laughs> so tough. He I'm also smokes cigarettes. Yeah. I am so tough. Um, but yeah, I think it, I would assume it was probably because it was a tractor and not like a big truck or something. You know what I mean? It's the Peugeot. The Peugeot. What is it? 206? Is that what she said? Phenomenal vehicle. 1.2 liter Peugeot 206. Yeah, see, a lot of people think that a Volvo is the uh, the safest vehicle. No, Subarus. Don't they have the one? And America, the best? you know, but uh, Volvo. And America? In America. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah, but the Volvo is is second to only the Peugeot 206. But our Mazda, that's why we got a Mazda, has really good third, safety ratings. Third to the Peugeot 206. Okay, anyways, 
whatever. I think it's something to do with where she ended up hitting that tractor, the safety of her car and the speed. And, you know, there's a lot of factors and it wasn't her time. How good she is of a driver. She may have done something in that split second where time slows down. And then she just tugged the wheel slightly and just, you know what I mean? She, she Maybe. could just be like a super athlete when it I'm comes to I'm just glad nobody was really hurt. Yeah. She barely, I mean, whiplash and a couple scratches. Not bad. Kudos. So story time. My friend Lindsay had a Paseo. Is it a Honda Paseo or Toyota Paseo? Yeah, Toyota. Toyota Paseo. Toyota? Which is like Toyota a, or Toyota? Toyota. 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 Um, anyway, she had it's a- like a small Yoda. But it's a teeny little car, you guys. It's like a two-door little sports car thing that has- this t- like the engine of a of a, a tug i don't even know i'm like a barbie corvette yeah yes yes now we're talking i was like the engine it doesn't have an engine i'm not sure there's like a little man in there running it has no guts and i was not in this car thank god because i i cannot handle i would lost my mind but three of my friends were i was in the other car so there's like two of us we were like caravanning and they told this story over and over so many times because it was so scary so she was gonna she was passing so overtaking a car and they were going up this hill right which is not good with your your engine like has no oomph and you got three people in the car well no those are downhill cars yes so anyway it's a stick shift and just as smart as keely she downshifted into like four revs up so and the car everybody so no one was coming in the other lane when they pulled out and they were passing this truck right so and they go to pass the truck and this car comes over the hill and is speeding towards them. And it was the same thing, Keely. She just kept hitting the, the gas like the pedal was to the floor. And it was like, and they barely, barely people like they were all traumatized, I think is why they talked about it so much. Now, if I think about it, looking back, yeah. Full, barely cut over in front of that truck before the other car. And they were like, we saw our life flash before our eyes and it wasn't worth it. They were all like all for fucking Dairy Queen or wherever they were headed to eat. You know what I mean? Not worth it. It isn't. Uh, That's why I don't pass. You know, you feel safe in a car. You really do. It's solid. It's metal. It's whatever plastic. It's got a seat belt. Uh, It's got an engine. It's more powerful than you are, right? Yes. So you feel like it's something substantial Mm -hmm. until you see what a car wreck looks like. Oh, yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. I mean... Even giant SUVs, mm-hmm. when they're wrecked, you're like, oh, my God, the force of, of an accident, you know? Well, speed, how fast we're actually going. Yeah. Like, you know, 100 kilometers an hour is really fast. I'm, I'm very serious about this. Okay. I think that there should be regulations about how big of a motor you can have. Yeah, for your age. For your age. Because yeah. there's no way that a 16-year-old should have get their hands on, you know, a, a 300 horsepower vehicle. Agreed. This this makes well, no sense. I don't care if you're you're trained at a racetrack, unless you have some special license. Well, in Orange County, where you lived, there were so many deaths because of that. Because yeah, they get them a, these like souped up, crazy uh, rally cars. Yep, and and children, they're wonderful cars, but they're professional well, vehicles. Their prefrontal cortex isn't fully formed. They're no. not making good decisions. And you just get high on the speed, man. You get high on that speed. You mm-hmm. press the gas pedal, and don't get me wrong. I think they're wonderful vehicles. I would love to drive yeah. one. You know, the only thing that they do in the States is they make boys insurance higher. <laughs> That's their own. Cause they're like, chances are you're going to get in a wreck. We shouldn't try to fix the actual problem. We're just going to charge you more. But there are all these memorials on the boulevards because they're long, big, wide long, boulevards. Long, straight, wide boulevards, yeah. And these morons, 
They're know, children. They don't know. Even just today, I no, was... No, but like the, 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 race, the car racing culture. Now, it's been, it's, it's been around forever mm-hmm. since vehicles were first made. I'm sure the first person to jump on a horse is like, how fast can we make this thing run? Probably, you know? probably. And I am older now and I recognize that. And I did drive like an a-hole when I was Sounds younger. like you did when you talk about things. Yeah. Even just the other day, we're pulling out of Walgreens. Sean's like, this would make a good ramp. We could like take it off this jump. And I'm like, you mean the the elevation change for the walking path? I think what I said was like, get on two wheels. That's what the- you said after the fact. Now, the point being is mm-hmm. I, I, I've wised up a little bit, mm. not a lot of it, a little bit. Mm. And I really do think that we have to control how much power some people have in their vehicles and yes. i think we're coming we're getting to that point where everything's electronically controlled well right? that would be great i think the one perk of like the tesla kind of model where it like self-drives is that it, it can self-regulate and as a parent i think you should be able to put in some like parental controls around i think some vehicles do have that but it, like can't go over 75 like there's never a time when you have I can't to go drive over 75. 75 i gotta go faster and that just goes to show you that like we're not fully formed we don't know what we're doing are we gonna chapstick together the family at Chap sticks together, stays mm, together. That's mm. that's the saying. This podcast is brought to you by Labello Hydrocare SPF loves fifteen. That. I do not. I do not enjoy Labello. It is the creamiest, the smoothest, mm. and I think it's from Germany or something because it's. I thought it was French. Bieseldorf, Bieseldorf Wiener. <laughs> it's a Hamburg Wiener. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm moving on. It's Back stuff, to Keely's letter. I don't like it. It's too thin. It like doesn't do anything. Sean just eats it. That's why I can't have the flavored Labello. If I have the Labello cherry, I go through them like crazy. They're so good. Sean they taste good. It, they smell good. That's why I have the, it. It's not. It's he oh, does that. He does hey. exactly what he just did. If you're watching, he puts it on and then he licks his lips after he's put it on. And I'm like, you the just. In. I'm like, you just ate it. Check this out. <laughs> I read a terrifying article this week. Mm-hmm. Doom and gloom, a new segment. Oh. Uh, I read an article about the makeup industry. And, oh, yeah. And I am kind of curious because uh, because of what we see on YouTube, how much money the makeup industry generates and all these people who do, you know, the makeup artists. Or oh, and we have a ton of makeup YouTuber people. Right, right, right. And so I was reading this article and a new report has come out about what is in makeup and how uh, dangerous it is which I had no idea. I thought it was just like, you know, whatever, just makeup. And it was, they, they test for it, right? They, you know, uh, sadly they test on animals. And then now I think they just test on people and they, they skip the animal part. That's not true, but okay. But uh, over 80% of makeup uh, carries forever chemicals, mm-hmm. the, uh, the PFOAs or whatever. And it's, it's really dangerous. And now they're they're extremely nervous because these are chemicals that your body absorbs. Yeah, and your body, you can't get rid of them. That's why they call them forever chemicals. It's essentially like... It's a class of uh, chemicals and it's the stuff that makes it waterproof. It's the stuff that makes it, you know, really stick in place. Which is um, what we need, us makeup people. I need it. I mean, get rid of these bags in my eyes, but I just don't want the forever chemicals, you know? Sean never really wears makeup. I want you, the benefits without the... Uh, remember when you tried to put on that makeup stuff? It's not It's not actually makeup. It's a poor, minim, like a minimizer, but he just put it on. And I was like, why do you look like death today? Because you didn't put... You like took all your color out of your face. You just like smushed it around. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm, everyone else is wearing makeup. I'm like, well, I'm going to put this on. The poor minimizer. It, it reminds me of the office where uh, Michael is angry at Jim. She's like, I can see your pores. You know? I know. Yeah. He's like, your pores are huge. 
Okay, back to Keely's letter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hi, Keely. Because we need to switch because she says, now for something more positive. Ah, thank you. Ah, refreshing. She just rescued me from the pit of despair. Mm-hmm. I adored seeing photos of pets in this episode, and I thought I'd contribute with my somewhat odd menagerie. Menagerie? Menagerie. How do you say it? Tomato, tomato? Menagerie. Menagerie of animals. We are proud parents of three guinea pigs, three birds, and a frog. A frog? A frog. That's cool. Two of our guinea pigs are still little bambinos. I wonder we, if the frog thinks a guinea pig or if the guinea pigs think they're the frogs. I think they both are just happy. Like, what are you? They I bump know. noses. What are you? Frogs are so cool. And their little feet. We have toads here. Oh, we do? I we hear do. them. They're underneath our um, air conditioning unit. Oh, really? Well, I haven't seen them. Do but, you hear them? Uh, no, I haven't heard them either. I was told by uh, the person who came by to, to look at our property the other day to help us with fixing some oh, of the stuff. Oh, John? Yes. He mm-hmm. said, uh, you may hear toads in there because he was kind of giving the lay of the land, the types of mosquitoes we yeah, have. Yeah, they talked forever. People here like to talk forever. They're really, he's, share, he's imparting knowledge, right? He's lived here for 30 some years. Yeah. And so he was sharing with me what we could expect. And I was like, ticks? He said, no ticks. I was like, Sean was like, thank God. Well, I don't want that Lyme <gasps> I disease. release you. <gasps> yeah. Sean gets very scared of ticks, which rightfully so. I'm not saying yeah, yeah, you're over. Wanna... I'm not saying anything. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he did also tell me that there are snipes. So I, I think he he may have thought, hey, I'm going to trick this Californian. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, tricking you, buddy. I'm not Californian at all. Okay. Back into her story. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hi, Keely. <laughs> Two of our guinea pigs are still little bambinos. We've only had them a couple of weeks as we needed to get a friend for our guinea pig after his brother sadly passed away. Mm. Oh, that's sad. That's like when we had alfalfa and Bianca and alfalfa died and Bianca did. We we needed to get her a buddy. What if Bianca killed alfalfa? No. But while, uh, while, while alfalfa was sleeping, Bianca stuffed sawdust on his face and just no, like held him down. No. <laughs> we kept hoping that they would like like each other that way and we'd have little babies. Oh, yeah. But I don't, they did not. We don't know. She was a white guinea pig and he was black and white. And then we got they, Stomper. Have, what if it came out with like it was spots, like a fireman's dog, you know? Ooh, what like a those? Dalmatian. A Dalmatian. PJ had a Dalmatian. Oh, did he? Yeah. I've heard they're really sadly. hyper. Oh, no, don't tell that story. Okay. We don't want it here. No room Sorry, for PJ. it. Sorry, PJ. You guys aren't missing anything. Trust me when I tell you we don't need that in our brains. But then after Alfalfa passed away, RIP Alfalfa, we got Stomper. And? Which is my nickname also, because I stomp my... Well, what did Stomper look like? You got He was gray. Gray, yeah. Oh, he was okay. just a gray. His his fur was a little bit more bristly than Alfalfa and Bianca's. Theirs was a little more like silky smooth. Oh, oh they have different types of fur? Oh, yeah. There are so many different types of uh, guinea pigs out there. Are, is it because the guinea pigs are from different areas of the world, or is it just because mm. they're, they're just... Maybe Keely knows. I don't know. I just know there's different types. And Hey, Katie. Uh, usually when you tell a, a guinea pig story, um, you usually make their noise. How do they sound? Pretty good, right? For all those out you uh, out there who have guinea pigs, let us know. Does Katie sound like a guinea pig? Go ahead. Well, then they do like when they really want to scream. Amazing. I just close my eyes. And I'm like, <laughs> feel he your really silky hair. He just stop. <laughs> okay. This show's over. So photos attached like we showed and a little rundown on info for you. Honestly, this is probably dull. So feel free to skip. Um, no, she says, but when I'm meant to be working, I get chatty. I understand. Ah. So Fizz Gig and Luda. Wow. Amazing names. 10 out of 10. Fizz? Fizz Gig. Fizz Gig. Fizz Gig. That's one. F-I-Z-Z-G-I-G. Fizz Gig and Ludo. Ludo. 
These little dudes were a surprise Christmas gift from the fiance in 2017, named after characters from the Dark Crystal and the Labyrinth. Mm -hmm. Oh, Dark Crystal kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies. I don't think I've seen that. I've seen the Labyrinth. It's good, but it's a little yeah. Coolest little fellows who just love snuggles. Ludo unfortunately passed away last month, heartbroken, which meant Fizzgig was a lonely boy and needed some new pals, which leads me to Tavra and oh Kiva. Thank you. She gave me some frenetic spelling so I could understand. So Tavra and Kiva, the newest members of our family, two tiny little girlies. They're pretty shy and jumpy as guinea pigs are prone to be. They are super jumpy. They jump? Yes, but not very much. Like they don't go very high. They're like little. They kind of look little. But if you startle them. Low to the ground. Yes. But if you startle them, let's say I come up behind and touch them on the butt, then they like, they leap. Oh, maybe I'm part guinea pig. I think Sean is part guinea pig. How's it go? What's the noise? Me? Yeah. Ah! No, re, re. Oh. Come on, come on now. <laughs> I thought you meant like the noise I make when you surprise me. You surprised me the other day. I thought I was going to be murdered, so I'm in the bathroom. I'm brushing my teeth. I don't like use the lights that often, which is strange. But you know, ambient light is fine. I don't need it to be super. Well, bright. we have two windows in the bathroom, so it's fine. Yeah, and so I'm brushing my teeth, and it's it's dusk, and I'm brushing my teeth. I've got the electric toothbrush going, and I look up, and you. <laughs> You were standing right behind me. I, I just walked in the door. But I didn't hear you walk in and you were like right over my shoulder. He jumped you guys like crazy. Holy. And I'd even tight. I may even, you know, peed myself a little bit. I, I really got scared. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I like my I heart. I didn't know it was that scary for you because you had, the, I think because you had the toothbrush in your mouth. You just went, hmm. And I had been talking to him as I came in through the bedroom to the bathroom. I'd been like saying stuff, which happens all the time. That's like the time just the other day when I accidentally walked in on you in the bathroom and didn't realize, but I'd been having a conversation I was pooping. because I thought you were in the office and I was like, <laughs> Hey honey, I sent you that email with the information for the workshop. So you're all good to send out that. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I'm not even paying attention. I walk through into the bathroom and he's like, ah, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that you 10 were years. Here. First time. Yeah. Round of applause. We've been pretty good. We've done pretty good. We don't really lock doors. We're not those people. No. I mean, you know, he might what now. Se- but. What secrets do you have in there? She says. And then she's got her fingers underneath the door. She's like, can you see my fingers? What are you doing? <laughs> no. It's just. I need some privacy, woman. I just need some privacy. I just thought you were in the office. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll be back. Okay. So moving on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Guinea pigs are jumpy. Tangent city. Yep. Guinea pigs are jumpy. But we're confident that they'll settle in and be just as loving as the boys. Fizzgig has a, had a brief meeting with them, but we have had, um, oh, we did have to have him castrated to prevent any baby piggies. So it'll be a little while before they fully live together. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get them fixed. Unless you want a bunch of guinea babies. Fixed sounds a lot better. Like it's if you're broken, you know, like, yeah, you had balls, you're broken. So we had you fixed. But castrated, for- like that, that's a scary word. It's neutered. Is that better? Spayed and neutered? Get your pet spayed and neutered. Hey. I know. Remember the Bob guy? Bob Barker. Bob Barker from, um, I was, I'm going to say Wheel of Fortune and that is not what it is. Uh, Price is right. He was like, and you know, thank you for watching and don't forget to get your pet spayed and neutered. It was there, always his thing. There's a, uh, a meme going around right now. Uh-huh. I have no idea if it's true because I don't know. I get tricked a lot by memes or like what's real on the internet, what, what isn't real. What do you mean you get tricked a lot? Memes are just jokes to make you laugh. They're not real. Yeah. So memes aren't news, right? But no. this, I, I thought, well, this is pretty funny. And so 
I think what happened is that they didn't light up one of the letters for the video, but I could be wrong. So, you know, Wheel of Fortune, you reveal some of the letters. Yes, yes. And the the letters were like B, whatever. And the guy, the guy says, I'm going to solve it, Pat. Oh, I've heard this one. Yeah. And, and he says, bitches, bitches. are the future. Uh-huh. And Pat Sajak throws up his hands and he's like, wow. That's the show, folks. <laughs> you know, like, he doesn't have anything to say. Yeah, what about, do you like, say to that? It was Bitcoin is the future. Uh-huh. But but bit the guy thought it was See. bitches mm. are the future. Mm. And understandably, the, the so. two other people that are on the panel or whatever the the wheel spinners or the the contestants. Oh the yeah, the, the guessers, the contestants, <laughs> the, the wheel spinners, the lucky sons of bitches that uh-huh. they are. You know, man, what do we? I would love to be on that show. What did they do though? You didn't. They froze. Oh. Everyone froze like. The guy just totally blurts out an inappropriate thing. and uh, I mean, bitches are the future. I'm not offended. Are any of my other bitches out there are we offended? I don't think we're offended. <clears throat> well, anyways. It was but it's just, just funny for the Wheel of Fortune because that does not happen. Oh. But I have seen that and that is going around the inter- internets. But I'd assume something like that, like an actual like filmed portion They have been doing that real, show forever. When I'm, yeah, him and Vanna White, man. Like I'm, I'm an old man. Cashing you know this. I mean, I'm relatively old. I'm not. You're that not old. old, but I'm relatively old. I've been around this. We're youngins, right? Youngins. Uh, they've been doing that show since the early '80s. I'm pretty sure. Since forever. Like 1983, maybe the year you were born, even. Possibly. You know? I don't remember a world without it. So exactly. Some people are like, I don't remember a world without the internet. I'm like, I don't remember a world without Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> or the Price is Right. Even though oh, I haven't watched it since Bob Barker left. So. Price is Right was so old that Bob Barker had one of those long stem microphones from like the 1960s that was so dapper. When I saw him at Cedar sinai I like lost my mind. You know, he's a sexual harasser. Really? I mean, so the story goes. He seemed he was, very kind. He well, seemed just like you. bevy of beauties. It was a different era of like game show hosts or a deal. And you'd have like Janice and those. Remember? But he'd like make comments. I mean, he had like his. I think he was also like. You know, uh, uh, let's not make some. I like Bob Barker. You shut your mouth while you're talking to me. But I saw him in an elevator at Cedar Sinai, and I walked in. It's and not fr- Harvey Weinstein. First of all, he's super tall. I did not expect him to be like six three. Bob Barker is very tall, right? And very slender. And he was wearing it's a dapper, right? He was wearing a matching velour tracksuit. Maybe and we I should was like, get. Are you from Jersey? Suits. No, but he he was going to the doctor. Obviously. What a great head of hair that man has. He he did, and I. I walked in and obviously I'm sure I was visibly like, and I immediately, as I usually do say, I'm a huge fan. I I love the show. I watched it every morning at 10 AM with my grandma all the way through, uh, even to high school. Do you say this outfit, $3.99, put a price tag on it. I should have been awesome. That would have been (laughs) awesome. No, but I was like, I'm a huge fan. He's like, oh, it's always so nice to meet fans. He's like, thank you for letting me know. That makes me feel really good. Oh, that's cool. He was super nice. Did he leer at you? No, no. But the funny thing was, is, I knew that people, when you go to a doctor's appointment, they force you to valet. But I was a sales rep at the time and I parked my car because they make us park our own cars at another level, which is fine. But I I had hit the button and um, he hadn't hit, he'd hit that button too. Mm. And I said, oh, did you valet? And he's like, yeah. And I said, oh, this isn't the right uh, parking garage exit. Then you want to go to one. And he's like, no, I came off a of P1. And I was like, I didn't want to argue with Bob Barker. So I was like, Should've. oh, maybe they valet down there. I said, I just, I came from there. I didn't see a valet. And he's like, it'll be fine. And then the doors open. He was like, I think you were right. And then he poked the other button. He went back up. You didn't shove him out? 
I was like, get gone, old man. No. <laughs> Kick him in his old ass. Okay, we're not done yet. That's not nice, Katie. You shouldn't do that to old Why would you why you gotta say stuff like that? Okay, continue. Me? Oh no, I just think Me? That, <laughs> no, the other person I, here. Hello, you at home. Would you like to continue this conversation? Press one. Okay. Want me to move on? Are yeah, we sure, moving on? That's fine. Okay. Uh so Nelly is our next one that we saw. Is an almost three year old cockatiel. My okay. brother's like, I think it's a cockatoo. But is there a difference between a cockatoo and a cockatiel? I would assume so. What about a cockatiel? You let me know, Keely. Originally named Eleonora, haunting of Hill House. So they're all named after like, oh. Dun, dun. We spent the first year thinking that he was she until he shed all of his old feathers, gradually made his way to a very male appearance. He was shedding the past of him, version of himself. He went bald? He was born anew. I don't know. He went bald. You could see his little uh, bird ding dong. Do birds have ding dongs? <laughs> I knew that so question was coming. I mean, I'm sure they right. do have some version of a stamen, but what is... A stamen? What are these plants? Well, Flowers? You know what I'm saying. Like, I was trying to be polite. Is his wedding tackle, does the bird have... I don't know if they have ding dongs. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm sure, honestly, sure they have some kind they have of feathers. They're very modest. You They're know? very modest. Oh, my God. Well, it, some like, of them, some animals, not necessarily birds, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it does not come, the, the sex organ doesn't come out until they're like going to have sex. Do you oh, know what I mean? Surprise, you know. Well, it just retracted it in and out. It hides away to yeah. protect it. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. Okay, that's enough. So, so we thought he was a she till the reveal. He's very much a daddy's boy, loves head scratches, and um, has currently been keeping Fizzgig company since the passing of Ludo. He can whistle the McDonald's tune and another one by, oh, another one bites the dust. Apparently we can't. I can't. I can't whistle. <laughs> I like, we failed the test. I'm I can't sorry. whistle for shit. My dad could whistle songs like tunes like fully. Yeah. I've I had a really tough time learning to whistle. I, I still can't do the that one that my dad mm. used to. But I can whistle, but just not like, not in with any um, a good way to practice is by getting to Guns N' Roses and nope. listening to the song Patience. And then, you you, you know, you whistle along with it. You, you kind of do this when you're whistling. <laughs> okay, Jan. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Made me a man. From the office when she sings that horrible song. Okay, so another one bites the dust. But mostly he just loves kissing his own reflection. Standard. Pretty standard. Vanity. Vanity. We had somebody, this person, whoever zooming by, they live in our area. Oh, it's a boy racer that we have, or a girl racer, or girls are too smart for that shit. Yeah, some girls are into the the. I think it's all dumb though. The Honda Civics with a why would you tomato can for an exhaust? I know. Why would you get rid of your exhaust? Okay, let's move on. I don't even want to talk about that. I hate that person. They drive me crazy. Okay, (sighs) this is Sassanach, aka Sass, a one-year-old Jenday Kanur. Conor, C-O-N-U-R-E, potentially the noisiest bird we could have picked, but also so loving and clever. He loves snuggles. I may, I wonder if that's the one that was like whistling. Um, but also is loving and clever. He loves snuggles and often falls asleep against my face. And he loves splashing about in water. He's also quite chatty and wants to be friends with all of the other animals, but they're not quite so keen. He's a, um, definitely a mommy's boy. And although he's loud and destructive, he is the best little buddy. Destructive, you say? Well, they'll push stuff off and knock things down. I was watching TikTok as I do a lot because it's the only thing that brings me joy sometimes. the That makes it sound sad, but it's it's like sometimes when I need a boost, I'll watch a couple of TikToks because I'm like, oh, yeah. 
A little, and, a little hit of dopamine. Yeah, and I was watching this a little parrot. Dopamine. This little parrot was like beeping along and he was singing a tune like another one bites the dust. He's like tweet, 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 tweet. And then they were like, wait till the end. And I don't think he, because he was talking to his owner, like he was like, he walked off the bed and didn't realize <laughs> and poof. And then who he fluttered. You saw him go. And they're like, you okay, buddy? And he was like, you know, he made his noise. He was fine. But it was very funny. He's really in the moment. If it was another one bites the dust, it'd be amazing. It was not that song, but that would be another perfect. bird bites the dust. Ah, do do do. Okay, then there's Majek or Magek, M A G E C. He's a two-year-old canary. We can't handle him at magic. all. Oh, magic, maybe. Sean's so smart. Or Mayak. Wicked, wicked smart. Okay, we can't handle him at all. But he is good pals with the cockatiel and loves to sing while sitting in the window. Oh, so you can't handle him? Like you can't. It's not, I can't handle him. It's like, you can't hold on to him. You know, like you can't handle him. Um, he has started getting feisty and somehow manages to scare the other birds off when he wants to be left alone. Not bad for something smaller than a tennis ball. That's the thing. At least he's small. That's okay. Oh, speaking of, you know. <clears throat> Quite the, oh, oh, what? Well, I saw a clip on Instagram mm-hmm. of a little dog. When I say little dog. You know like, what I'm talking like about. Like teeny, like a teacup? Like uh, somebody took this dog from Beverly Hills, some from like Nicole Richie's dog carrier and mm-hmm. took it out into the wild. And this is a very small dog. Why would they take it out into the wild? Well, no, I'm just saying that's the type of dog it is. Oh. It's a very tiny dog. Okay. This dog is surrounded by wolves. <clears throat> There's got to be like. Why is someone filming this? 15 wolves. This is just wrong. And the little dog is standing next to some sort of food scrap pile. Like, What kind of shit is this? Exactly. Now, this little dog loses its mind on a wolf that comes near the food pile. Like, the little dog goes bananas. Oh, my God. And it scared the wolf? Not just the one wolf. All the wolves ran. They, They were such, you know, scaredy cats. Scaredy dogs, scary wolves. They were like Scooby Doo's. They all ran away, and the little dog stood there, and he was so proud. Oh, it's a, uh, it was so strange. Napoleon I was like, complex. Yeah, but I was like, maybe I should puff up like that. Maybe I. You already do. Maybe I should get some motivational tapes from Little Chihuahua. You, you do. You puff for chest. Little, little Chihuahua would be just, my rap name. You have to tap into that when you need it. Tap into it. Okay. Next and finally is Ophelia. Hardly worth mentioning, but the Pac-Man frog does absolutely nothing but sit and eat and grow. Not my choice of pet, clearly. But it has been pretty cool watching it go from a coin-sized little thing to this big, gross, slumbering thing. (laughs) Hope you all are well. Um, And all the listeners are doing great, too. Thanks for reading. Peace out, Keely. Peace out. Thanks, Keely. Yeah, Yeah, she fist bumped us. Ah. So I fist bumped back. Okay, moving on to our next letter, because we got lots of catching up to do. How yeah. are we doing? Okay. Oh, only at one thirty. I thought we had, we started the letters early today. Well, we did because we need to, because we need to catch up. Boom, Playing catch boom, up. Boom, boom, boom. Moving on. Kathleen has written us and the subject line is not really a car accident. Okay. I'm intrigued. The car accidents seem to have resonated with the We've audience. We've all had accidents. Right. Live to tell the tale. That's why I wear Depends. No. This isn't brought to you by Depends, by the way. I just. I, <sighs> okay. <laughs> My leg was stuck on my chair. Oh, is that what that was? If I'd farted, I would have told you. Yeah, it's because it got sticky, you know, on the wood. Also, I don't want to move my legs too much because I might itch again. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It says, hi, Katie and Sean. This is the first time I write to you both. I really like your podcast. Please continue. Hello oh. from Belgium, by the way. Howdy do. Very short story about a car accident. Until now, I haven't had a car accident and I've driven for 10 years. So I count myself as one of the lucky ones. You definitely are. Because I had my first and only, well, no, not my only. I've had two, but one right away. I appreciate your safe driving. Mm -hmm. Go on with the story. We need more Kathleen's on the road. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very short. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> but I actually have two big bike accidents for you because Belgium and a lot of small accidents, but I'm not going to bore you with the little ones. So yes, I'm a more, I am more dangerous on a bike than in a car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. I'm intrigued. People on bikes are crazy though in that part of the world. We talked about it. It's wild. The first one happened when I was 10 years old. We went on a bike trip with my primary school during a one big day event with sports and all kinds of that stuff. Um, and this story has two versions. Yes, okay. it's going to get complicated, but bear with me. Well, okay? I'm going to bear with you because I'm intrigued by the two version storytelling yes. process. So first version, version number one. So I was riding with my BMX at the time with a back pedal brake. So you have to oh, yeah. pedal You'd back lock to it stop. Up. A mm -hmm. drum brake. Which I really liked. It was my first bike that I got to choose myself. And at the time, my right pedal was dodgy because I broke the plastic part. But it was so the plastic part, if you don't know, is the part that your like foot sits on. It's the pedal itself. But there's still the metal bits, right? Um, and at the time, my right oh, pedal was dodgy, but it was still okay enough. So I fit it back in place and would replace it when I had time. That's fair. So back to the story. Ah. We were almost at the end of the bike tour and I was going down a hill but was going quite fast. So I braked and my friend who was biking behind me got her front wheel caught in my back wheel and we both fell down and I hit my head hard on a steel pole next to the road. Uh -huh. Luckily, I did have my bike helmet on because it um, creaked on impact. Ooh. Ooh. You know, uh, one bicycle is transportation. Two or more bicycles is a race. Go on. Okay. At first glance, I thought that I... um. Oh, 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 okay. So I was oh. trying to read to make sense of it. Cause it was like, I had the bike helmet because it, it essentially like cracked on impact at first glance. I thought, I don't know that I had nothing, but I couldn't move my right leg. I'm not sure if I'm reading that correctly. I think you're reading it correctly. Um, at the end it was broken in three. So that's why she, why the right leg couldn't be broke or couldn't be moved. Um, because I had slipped from the right pedal. Yep which broke off further and got okay. the metal axle pushed in to my right leg. So there I was, luckily, one of the teachers was riding behind us. And so she put my leg up. Bet you that teacher just threw up right there. And then some people like, are good. Oh. No, some people are great in those kind of situations. Those are called heroes and they're far and few between. Some people are just like, but myself just panic when you see something like that. I don't think that's true. A little kid with a pedal stuck through their leg. And broken in three I mean, places. I'd be like, I think uh, it just jabbed into the leg. What I don't, button do I press on this phone? I don't to call know if it's actually parents? inside the leg. I think it like it's what hit the leg. I don't know. I don't know. Let's continue. We'll continue. But I think I feel like you do fine under and well, you get those headaches and stuff when you get stressed. I think I'm good under pressure. I'm actually pretty good under I pressure. I feel like you're pretty calm. But when there's uh gore, which I thought this sounded like we're going we don't direction. Even know. Like especially kids. Mm-hmm. You never want anything bad to happen with kids. Mm -hmm. And if I saw a kid shatter their leg, obviously I'd want to make sure that they, they get help. But my God, that'd be like, it's worse than seeing an adult hurt themselves, I think. Although I bet you I adults shriek more than kids do. That's not true. Christina told me when she broke her leg, 
she oh, didn't she realize stoic? It. no she didn't know, realize it was broken she thought she sprained her ankle and she was like tom pick me up i'll, I'll walk it off or whatever oh. go get the kidneys like your bone is coming through your skin no christina you've got to go to the hospital wait and she's like what she's like pick me up i'll walk it off he's like honey this is not a walk it off situation. i thought she dislocated her knee no her her bone was sticking out of her leg yeah okay this so, is a different story moving on okay so first glance, she thought that nothing had been wrong, but she couldn't move her right leg. But then okay. it was broken in three. So there I was. Luckily, one of the teachers was riding behind us, so she put my leg up on a sports bag. In the meantime, she called an ambulance, which took 45 minutes before getting to us because they couldn't find us. Oh, that's like when my mom and Larry and I broke down. Remember my old Ford Escape broke down? And we were in uh, Canaan. <laughs> the Doom. irony of the name. <laughs> I know the escape. But we were in Canaan Doom, which is a road uh, in Malibu that goes through to, I don't even know if it's like Calabasas. Topanga or Calabasas. No, I don't no, know. It goes, is it Calabasas? Yeah, it goes from Malibu to Calabasas. So that was Westlake. Either way, it goes through because Malibu Canyon Road goes through to Catholic Calabasas. And this is quite a bit north, more north. Okay. So that's why I was thinking. I think it's Westlake. But anyway, we're in the middle of this canyon. And we called for a tow truck and they showed up right away, but they didn't have any room for us in the truck. And I'm like, what do you think we were going to do? Like, They're also not allowed to take uh, too many people in the vehicle, right? Yeah, they're only able to take one. Right. Or so, no, two. And my mom was like, oh, Larry can stay. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not staying here on the side of the road. Country road in the middle of nowhere where there's cougars and the, the <laughs> lights are running. He was actually nervous. He, he was. <laughs> it was just really funny because my mom's like, oh, Larry can stay. We'll just come back and get him. He was like, absolutely not. I think he said fuck no i'm getting in the back of the car he was i don't know what he said but he was like anyway it was just a no-go situation <laughs> anyway never mind but the thing was it took forever this story i brought this up because then we had to turn that tow truck away and he had to call for the bigger tow truck that can fit up to six people or something which i'm like why didn't you bring more when i said there were three of us but whatever but then it took like an hour and so we had to sit there and wait for that other tow truck we were hungry. Next week on Tow Truck Stories, mm -hmm. uh, Larry. And that was the uh, two days before our wedding, one day before our wedding. Yeah. Okay. So in the meantime, while we were waiting for an ambulance, another bike accident happened right in front of us. What? Well, at least the ambulance was already on its way. It was a teacher from another school that hit a hole in the road and flew over her bike oh, with no. all her students behind her. So she and um, all her students stopped. She fell quite hard and was put by, to the side by her students because she couldn't breathe normally. And afterwards, we think she broke a few ribs. Man, this bike tour shouldn't. It needs to get the axe. It's just not safe. It's not no. safe. Or at least go a different route. Because we were sitting there, the other students got curious and came over to me and asked what happened. And I said I felt the same spot as their teacher hit the hole and that I most likely broke my leg. I told them how I fell with my bike. And here comes the second version. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Of the story, because my teacher said that I also hit the same hole as the other teacher, which was what caused my friend to drive into my bike, and that's the reason why I fell. Uh, the damn hole in the road. So here's the difference. Moral between of the story: Belgium, fix your holes. Uh, la Belgique, and uh, is it La or Le? I don't know. But the difference between Belgium and the United States, and this is a lesson that I learned when I moved to uh, California. Uh, from Canada. I don't know where you're going with this. In the United States. This happens to us all the time. My brother hit a hole and flew off his bike when we were kids. People are very litigious and they will sue. Mm. In other countries, they're like, well, you know, I hit a pothole and I crashed. That's or, how we were. Right. 
but so some people I was uh, I'm, I'm relating this to my uh, rollerblading story where I broke my tailbone yeah and when I hit that uh, I was coming down a hill I was he's going friends. too fast he's wearing rollerblades yeah I mean what do you expect you're gonna crash and uh, I hit some bad asphalt. It was all broken up. And I flew through the air with the greatest of ease and I... Landed on his ass and broke his tailbone. Did I Which still I aches you when it gets cold sometimes. He'll be like, broke ass he's like my butt, <laughs> my butt bone. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> my tailbone didn't used to do like this, but now it does. Your it, coccyx? I can wiggle it. Isn't that if what I, they... If I focus the muscles enough, I can wiggle Isn't my tailbone. Isn't that tail what it's bone. called? Your coccyx? Yep. Yeah. Uh, my prehensile. Is, uh, anyways, so... But everyone told me you should sue the city of Dana Point. Mm. And I said, why would I sue them? I was the person who was yeah, misbehaving. Take some personal responsibility, losers. Yep. And uh, they were like, well, you hit some bad asphalt. And I was like, so? I did, but I was also speeding, you know. And I think the same thing in uh, other countries. Are like, like, well, it's just, well, yeah, I should like, have avoided the pothole, you know. Yeah, Maybe my brother in, hit a pothole going down a, a hill. I want to say it was near Mayfield Lake where we used to go out because my okay. uncle used to live there. Um, but we had gone because my cousin's grandma used to live there at that time. We were staying with her yeah. and there was a big steep hill. And so you'd pedal, 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 and then you'd go flying down. Now your homegirl gets kind of nervous and you get going fast. And then I got to slowly hit my brakes and then I got to get off. It's too much. I'm curious about where Nick our... went. Oh, and then. Yeah. And then. I'm curious about where you, the listener or oh. viewer live. Is it your. And there's no uh, fault one way or the yeah. other, right? Like, but do you do you say, hey, it's someone else's fault mm-hmm. because you know the asphalt was is the dress green or blue or is it silver? You know, like mm-hmm. what's going on here? But is it someone else's fault mm-hmm. that there was a pothole, or is it your fault for hitting the pothole? Mm. And so, when you ask that question, like, can I sue, mm-hmm. or should I have been more cautious? Yeah. I'm doing a bad job of like... No, but I'm of the belief that you should be more cautious, but some people, apparently your friends believed you should sue, which I've never heard people talk like that. However... To be honest, even though I grew up in the States, I've never heard language like it's that. It's so litigious here. Well, I like, don't know if it's a Southern California thing or if it's a, you know, because it's an again... an ambulance chaser sort of mentality, like I can make some money off of the insurance some, companies and... You're making some general, like huge swaths of statements. Sure. Where... You only me? I know me. No, of course I'm making. Uh, okay. I'm making general. So sense. let us know. But I'm going to get back into this. Oh, did you have more to say about that? Yes, <laughs> but I'm not moving going. on to the second version. So she hit that hole, right? And that's the reason why she fell. But I never remember hitting a hole because I hadn't seen it beforehand. Oh, because I had seen it beforehand and avoided it because I didn't want to fall. But not the falling part. Yeah. That did not happen. <laughs> okay. So to continue, while we were there, both sitting on the ground next to a fence, still waiting for the ambulance, because remember, 45 minutes is a long yeah. time. The students of the other teacher split into two groups. Some stayed with me and some stayed with their teachers. By that time, I was there alone with my teacher because my friend could still ride, so was instructed to continue because we were almost at the end of the tour and we were the last two of our group. And so all of my other classmates were already at the finish. Eventually, the ambulance came and took us both to the general care point. And because they didn't want to drive me and her directly to the hospital with their only ambulance that they had. What? So you go to the the general. Okay. Eventually, the ambulance. Okay. I don't understand. So they wanted to drive me in the truck 
Oh, in the trunk of a four by four small truck. Okay. So basically, you know, emergency services were overwhelmed. Someone else went in the ambulance and you went in the trunk of a four by four. It's fine. (laughs) This is a standard issue in a small town. No. Yeah. I grew up in a small town. You never rode around the back of a pickup truck before? That is not the same as me with a broken leg by the first responders being told to get in the back. Hold on. But no way was that going to work, she says. So after what felt like an eternity, they decided to take the ambulance and drive me to the hospital, which is what they should have done from the fucking beginning. Jesus criminy Christ. But just the idea of transporting me with a broken leg in a four by four is just bonkers. I concur. You have an ambulance. Airlift is what you I'm talking about. You can fit two people. Bring in. the helicopter. You know, <laughs> that's what but I But okay, eventually we got to the hospital, but my story's not finished yet. Mm. We're almost there. Hold on. Once at the hospital, I got something for the pain, which was good, but it didn't really, um, oh, I didn't really have any pain the whole time. Then I went for x-rays of my leg and they took two pictures. The top view, one went good, but the side view picture was another story because I didn't turn my leg fast enough. So the person who took the pictures took my leg and pushed it flat. Why? Have they never dealt with someone with a broken leg? But it sprung back up and it wouldn't stay flat. Oh, I just threw up in my mouth. So my teachers who were with me the whole time had to hold my leg flat so that on the x-ray you can see the hands of my teachers with all her rings on her fingers. (laughs) And I really like that picture and I still have it in my house. (laughs) Because who else has x-ray like that? That's that's true. So that was my first big bike accident. Also, I guess she had some for the pain, so maybe she didn't feel it while they were holding her down. But yow, yow, yow. Now, for my second accident. Yeah. This one one is fully self-inflicted due to my stupidity. Oops. This was when I was in my second year of my bachelor's degree, and I was 21 years old. I was riding my bike back to the place where I stayed from the last class on a Friday. Okay. And I was riding along the coastline, and here in Belgium, we have a tram which rides along the coastline as well. But from time to time, you have, you know, that area that sticks out where people can wait for the tram and have a metal fence around it and a white sign with a big red arrow on to indicate that you need to move out of the way. But I was pedaling fast. And because I had a bad derailleur. This is a bad idea. I can already see where this is going. She has a bad derailleur. That's the part of the back of the bike, which I use to change gears. Yeah. Okay. Which leads into a worse derailleur in a moment, if you see where this story is going. Train, <laughs> so I, person, train, person. People waiting for the derailleur. tram. People waiting for the tram. Big derailleur. So I always need to look down at it and listen to know if it changed gears correctly. I've had one of those two where you kind of hit it and you can hear it going, dr, 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 and you're like, did it hook? Did Come it on, hook? catch. Did it Come hook? On. And then sometimes you go down again and then it'll go, and yeah. you're like, yes, now back up. Yeah, you need to adjust <laughs> that. Well, anyway, I've done that too. Excuse me. Okay, so she needed to look down and listen to make sure it changed gears. But at the moment I looked back up, the only thing I saw was the white sign with the big red arrow just in front of me as I hit it full on with my right shoulder and hit the top of the sign with my head. Oh, shit. (laughs) This story didn't go where I thought it was going to go. No, I was going to say, I think she's going to run to the fence because she's talked about how, how well, you know, signed it was to let you know, I guess. Okay. Here again, luckily, moral of the story, boys and girls, is to wear a helmet. I wore a helmet because there was a big dent in my helmet where you can see the thickness of the sign. And the sign was bent in a nice shape of my shoulder. So, bonk. 
and that exact sign was just changed for a new sign a week or two before I hit it. Oops. I just had a sore shoulder for a few days. I wonder if it was more. changed because someone else hit it. Probably. I think it's the sign's fault. I think it's the city you should sue. <laughs> Boom. There you go. We've, we've ruled. But anyway, but nothing more. So luckily nothing bad happened. Mm. All, I have other stories. Oh, no. But if nothing bad happens, here, here's what you do. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you plan to sue, which I think you should. No. Y- you got to nothing happen. Don't write into podcasts and tell them nothing happened. You, you put a neck brace on. You pretend that you went blind from the accident. Blind. Whatever, you know, like you, you got a, a skateboard that you got to put your knee on. You got to. Are you r- just saying that Americans are so litigious and terrible and like shaming us? I'm spreading Americana no. to the rest of the Take world. Take it back. Keep it to yourself. You got to be litigious if you're going to get ahead in this world. No. no. Chase that ambulance. Chase your dreams. No. no. The idea, people. Good luck. Okay. I have other stories, but I'll leave those for another email or else this one will get very long. Have a nice day, Kathleen. Kathleen, I love these uh, these stories. They're I think great. you're an excellent writer. Um, Beautiful. You have uh, two choices in life. You can either become a writer um, mm-hmm. or you can uh, chase ambulances. You have two choices. No. You're very she, good at accidenting. She doing what she's doing. <laughs> and writing. No, she's, she's very good at riding a bike, yeah. but sometimes has accidents. That hey, that just, if you're not crashing, you're not trying. That's that's the moral of the story. Bicycling okay. is probably okay. So bicycling is really cool. There are two types of bicycling that I I'm not cool with, but maybe they'd be cool if I tried it. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's actually a third form of it. Uh, the unicycle I think is not my thing. I also think it looks kind of odd when people do it. Not dogging on it. So that's one style price. that I think is kind of odd. Okay, uh, I have a quick story about unicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy on TikTok was like. I have to share some texts from my father who clearly doesn't realize a, that I'm a homosexual or B that I'm 23. And he was like, he sends me photos with his texts. So here we go. And he shows, he's like, the text reads, we should go biking more. Okay. And then he scrolls and it reveals itself to see a guy riding along the side of the road on a unicycle. Oh. And he's like, what about this would make me want to go bicycling more (laughs) and they go on to like you know good riggies got there and it shows a truck with like a a wave runner behind it and he's like okay like (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen my father (laughs) exactly it just cracked me just trying to communicate but anyway so what were you saying about the bikes bicycling's fine unicycles (laughs) i'm i'm befuddled by i don't understand them i don't know what the attraction is i don't like is it just because it's hard so you're like you're showing off. I don't know. Uh, and then there's the bicycle built for two and sometimes built for three, which three. I think is, yeah, I know, right? Like a lot. I hardly know what to do with the other person. Why are there three of us? You know? Yeah. It's <laughs> hard enough to. to... <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a bicycle should not have two people because uh, what if the first person is a bad person at steering? You know, yeah. You the, have to trust your steerer. Person, yeah. Your steerer. Steerer. Yeah. And let alone if there's three of you, because you know, one of you is not really pedaling. You're just, your feet are in motion, but you're not really pedaling. You're along for the ride. Along Literally. for the ride, you know, uh, and you can't really see, 
you know, because there's two there's people, people in front of you. you. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's why you're not steering. There is one other form of uh, uh, pedal motion, and that's the, uh, the the bar that they have in uh, fun towns. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. You, you pedal along and it moves you. And then you have like a real person like yeah, steering Yeah, someone you. who's really steering while everyone else is getting schlackered. <laughs> while you're schlackered. drinking and like having yeah. a good time. Those look actually fun. Um, I don't have any desire to really go do that anymore. We used to rent in Seaside, Oregon when we used to go there when I was growing up. We used to rent like, I think they're called Surrey's. Oh, and they're, they can seat, I want to say four, probably four adults or like right. s- maybe, maybe four kids could fit in the back. So maybe six people total, but it's like, it's a bike type of thing where the two people in the front pedal and then you sit in the back kind of, and you know. Oh, that's cool. It was fun. We used to take it. My mom and my aunt Teresa would take us around. I really like a rickshaw. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, they have those at different events and stuff. They San have them Diego has a ton of them. Coachella and, and Stagecoach, they have. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, they'll take the person who is the rickshaw e or the rickshaw er. You mean the matter. the driver or the rider? The driver. Yeah, they're in crazy shape. They're in crazy shape. Oh, uh, I really think that's a good way to you know get fit. Where somewhere. have we ridden one? New York, wasn't it? Mm, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Okay, let's move on. Yep. Leah has a letter for us. Hello, Leah. Hi, Leah. I just talked to her on the live stream the other day. How did you? She. How says, do you know just by the first name? I recognize her little avatar photo thing and oh. her name. <clears throat> I pay attention. I know my peoples. I know a lot of these peoples. But this one I just talked to. Okay. You have uh, you have people, Katie. I have lots of people. So her subject line is OTDM. Energy, roommates, and funny words. I like all of those things. It says, hi, Katie and Sean. This is Leah from beautiful Cologne. Is it Cologne in Germany? Cologne is how they pronounce it. <laughs> Is it Cologne? I think it is, right? I just told you it's Cologne. Never mind. First of all, I would like to call dibs on being the official German correspondent because I have a lot of opinions that don't matter. (laughs) You got it, dude. You got it, dude. (laughs) That's what they used to say, isn't it? Those twins? Yeah, they're like in their 50s now. No, they're like my age. How dare you? Okay. Thinking that they're in their 50s. Rude. Okay. I love riding my bike around in the park near my my apartment and listening to your podcast. Oh, fun. I think the people think that I'm a crazy person because I actually laugh out loud a lot and I'm clearly riding my bike alone. That happens to me when I would go walking around Santa Monica and I'd listen to podcasts. People crack me up and then I'm laughing out loud and like gardeners and other walkers are like, look at that lunatic. I think you're an ambassador of joy. It's wonderful. I tried listening to it while um, I was doing the dishes, but every time my mind wanders off for like a second, you guys are talking about something completely different. And I'm like, what's going on? Have I been gone this long? Nope. It's only 10 seconds. I love it. We do that all the time. So I apologize. But yeah, you can't let your mind wander. Got to be focused. Focused. Okay. So let's get into an opinion. I'm ready for this. A couple of podcasts ago, Sean talked about energy. In Germany, we still use a lot of brown coal. The government um, set a law in place so that we can use it until 2038. Wow. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Uh Now, two things I know. Uh Potatoes and And energy in Germany. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, No, I was amazed by what happened in Europe. Uh, I I really don't know what I'm talking about. I was like, I'm already confused. (laughs) The lie got really far there. No, but I think in the uh, late 90s, like around 96, 97, I could be wrong. Chancellor Cole was his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, sa- they saw 
kind of where the country was going and the dependence on energy, uh, specifically electricity. Mm -hmm. And the country said, listen, we need to get our act together. Uh, we need to get off the grid. We can't be dependent on other nations. We need to be energy uh, independent. Independent. We yeah. don't want to have Russia building pipelines, you yep. know, uh, plants that are fired by um, natural gas or whatever the heck the Russians were selling. So there's all sorts of like, you know, energy rules of the world, right? If you want to be a billionaire, don't be a podcaster because there's no money in it, but mm -hmm. uh, maybe get into energy, right? And so in Germany, there was a push for solar energy and anyone who had a surface, whether you were renting an apartment or whether you had a home, yeah, you put the solar, panels, put solar panels, the government would pay for it. And like, you're kicking into the, well, listen to this. That's the opposite of what she's saying here. Oh, so I think maybe you're incorrect. They might have some things they're doing, but just listen. Sorry. In Germany, they still use a lot of brown coal because the government set a law in place so they can use it until 2038. But until then, they relocate entire cities just to be able to get the coal that's underneath the city. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Oh, I really had it wrong. That's why I was like, mm -mm -mm. <laughs> you're, you're I really fell for their marketing. I I saw yeah. something on 60 Minutes. They might, and... I'm sure they do some things, but there's still a, a grave need for coal. Well, I also saw in Berlin amazing uh, technology, like uh, where they they've got these snoots that yes, stick out of the sidewalk, and mm -hmm. it, it's fiber Brings optic. The light and it, down. Yeah, and like simple things like that, where maybe we're not needing we're not needing as much energy to to light things. You know, also and I think I, the Bundestag or whatever the heck their capital building is called, uh -huh. they've got this giant light collector at the top, and it pipes light into but the it doesn't it's not solar it's just piping light down yeah and uh remember uh jurgen told us about this he said because it's, it gets so dark here yeah people like a lot of windows because we don't get a ton of sun so we want to get it while we can and they had almost all the buildings because i was like wow everybody has such large windows and he's like well yeah we got to get it while we can get it like yeah if you only gets, have 20 percent the sunshine well, it gets cold else. and yeah and he's like we need some sunshine I thought they were very progressive. For I'm the, sure they are. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying grid. based on this letter, that's not where we're going. So he says, okay, so we got to go on. Leah says, so my idea is that since people love to go to the gym and run on a treadmill or bike, why don't we collect energy? And that could produce those <laughs> with uh, motions and we could use it. I think that's I awesome. It. I can dig it. Can you dig it? I know. Can just a bunch of people it? on treadmills powering light bulbs. Where are the smart people who can invent something like that? I would have a very dim light bulb. I'm I'm not an engineer or anything close to that, but can it really be that hard? You, Sean, you are it, a 20-watt light bulb. There are Katie, bikes. Katie, she's 100. You're 20. There are bikes, though, already that generate the, uh, like, not electricity, but energy to then charge the bike so that you can stop pedaling and it'll pick up. Regenerative. So, so it like can't be breaking. that hard, Leah. You are correct. Hmm. Okay. Then I have somewhat funny roommate stories. Ready? Yes. My friend slash roommate had a very active sex life. Don't get me wrong. I was very happy for her, but the walls were super thin. So they just put on a Disney movie <laughs> full volume. And to this day, <laughs> so they try to like drown out their sex noise with Disney movies. Kind of creeps me out. But to this day, I can't watch Frozen or Milan without hearing <laughs> things like ruined it for her. <laughs> That's so funny. I had an old roommate. I think her name was Skylar. I forget. For that short period when I lived in Seattle. And she also had a very active sex life. But she would just put on like Bob Marley, like full blast. 
And Could it, this be love? But that felt yeah. fine to me because like the bead and the whatevers. And I did not share a wall directly with her. So it wasn't. I was just like, wow, Bob Marley's back on again. Her boyfriend must be over. Okay. And last for this week's episode is a segment of the podcast that I would suggest calling Words Katie Tries to Say. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so far, unintentionally, every week has had a good one. Let's take it to the next level then. Let's try some German words. German oh. words are the hardest. There's a lot of vowels and There's consonants. There's a lot. And I don't know why. They got to simplify that language just to make it, you know. Have fun with it. Maybe have a guess what they translate into. I'm going to get these all wrong. All right. Attached to this mail is a voice memo with how they how we actually say them and what they mean. Okay. Number one. Eichhornchen. Eichhornchen. Yep. That's how I'd pronounce it. The next one in there. The next one's so long. Okay. <clears throat> Streichholzchen. Streichholz. Gotta say it like Sh- it's one word. I know. You try to say the second one like it's one word. Streichholzchen. Streichholzchen. You're just. You're not even reading it. Okay. Streichholzschlachschlen. See. Streichholzschlachschlen. <laughs> I just read faster than she does. What? You shut your face. And this one's funny because it's like quiet chin It sounds like I'm speaking Mandarin. Chin chin. Like it's quick. But quite quite chin chin? I don't know. Okay, thanks for all you do. And Sean. <laughs> even without Corona, I would continue to listen to you both. Love from Germany, Leah. Thanks, Leah. Okay. Thanks, Leah. Let's let her oh, do we want to try to figure out what they're what they stand for? I don't okay, have a let clue. Me look real quick. Uh the first one is uh and the second one is <laughs> Mm. And I think third one is uh, is one food. Maybe we'll pick food. We already went through this. Remember, we, yeah. we guessed a bakery or something. Let's. The second one I think is a baked good. I'm just hey, cutting Katie the answers. Hey, Sean, this is Leah, and I hope you had a great move to Texas. Thanks, I hope Leah. It wasn't too stressful, and you're managing well. I love hearing their so, voices. Let's get right into the voice. first word. And the translation is very hard for me to say, so. Bear with me, but the German one is called Eichhörnchen, Eichhörnchen. and it translates into squirrel, oh. I guess you, this is how you say it. Um, then the second word is Streichholzschächtelchen, wow. which, means, um, which is a small box of matches. Oh, I thought and it was a big The third one is Quietscheentchen, and that is a rubber ducky for a oh. bathtub. Oh, so yeah, I can't wait to hear your thoughts and sending hugs to you two and the whole OTDM crew. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Leah. Bye. That was too cute. Wait. Okay. So I'm going to go back to the email real quick. And the first one was ice And that was what? Ice cream bicycle? Oh, squirrel. The first one was squirrel. Oh, squirrel, Took my brain yeah. A yeah. Yeah, yeah, that looks like squirrel. <laughs> you can totally see that Just English is a Germanic language by reading this. I mean, it's so easy to translate. Just rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> no, it's just so funny. Amazing. Because even listening to her say them, I was like, wow, the way she's just getting through those. Like, I have a guess. But I'm like, here's what I think is going on with that language. <laughs> what's going on? Here's what I think Thanks, is Leah. going on. It's probably not what's going on. But I think that the words are descriptive as opposed to assigning a... Oh, an actual word to it? Yeah, like uh, 
like squirrel isn't squirrel. It's like small furry guy with long tail. Or yeah, something. exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Because otherwise, what are they doing? I, you got to reconsider. How, da- this. how dare you? Uh, how, in the movie tell, Pulp Leah, Fiction, tell him how dare you. There's a there's a scene when uh, Bruce Willis gets in the taxi cab mm-hmm. after he fights the guy and kills him in the boxing ring, right? Okay. And uh, he gets in the the taxi cab and he's driving away, and the lady driving the the taxi cab is a sultry uh, woman and. It's a really great scene. The whole movie's fantastic. What show is this? Pulp Fiction. Oh, I've seen it, but it's been so yeah. long I couldn't tell And you. she says, uh, what's his sort of name? And he says, my name's Butch. Butch. What does his name mean? My name's American. Doesn't mean shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's true. It's like, it just, it is what it is, you know? It's a name. But I think that the Germans, much like a ton of other people, uh, maybe older languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have more English meaning. Part. Maybe not more meaning, but they just are more expressive in how they they string together the vowels and consonants. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. I am not a linguist. Interesting, interesting insight. We have time for one more letter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we- let's do one more. We got one from Abby, and the subject line is "crazy roommate story." I'm already intrigued, and also Leah. I'm sorry that they ruined Disney movies for you. Or made them better. I mean, no, she says she can't. She just can't. Oh, no, it's a no go. No go. Okay. Abby says, hello there, Katie and Sean. Hello, hello. Hola, hola, hola. Says, I remember you asking for roommate stories a couple of weeks ago, and I have a bit of a saga to share. Not just a story. Roommate saga. Saga. Maybe this will be entertaining. Sorry, it's long, but here goes. I'm already excited. My freshman year of college, I chose to be paired with a random roommate, me too, through the application process since I didn't know anyone going to the same school and figured that it would all work out. Foreshadowing. That was not the case. When I first moved in, her whole family was standoffish, but she seemed nice enough. After the first night, things started to go downhill. Ooh. For the entirety of the orientation week, she turned all of the overhead fluorescent lights on at 6 a.m., Oh, what a jerk. Murder. I'd have done some murder. Mm-hmm. Muck duck, as they say. Use that person's toothbrush to clean the toilet bowl. Yeah, clean your nose out. Put it back. Every time I brought it up with her and asked her to use the smaller lamp or go to the bathroom to get ready so I could sleep a little longer, she wouldn't really respond at all and just dismiss me. What a fucker. What a fucker. Punch her in the throat. Mm. I might just take the bulbs out. Put some <laughs> peanut butter in their slippers. I just take the bulbs out. Suck Oh, yeah. Or have Nichols come over and make it so the flippy doesn't work. The switch doesn't flip. doesn't switch. Okay. So she just dismissed it. Um, Then, the night before classes, I was at one of the freshman events, and my roommate texted me upset that it was after 9 p.m., and she needed to go to bed for her early classes the next day. Ha ha, goes both ways, idiot. You're ready for the revenge. I like that. <laughs> ha ha goes both ways. Idiot. Yeah, you like to get up. I like to stay up. So suck an egg. Okay. Then, okay, so it was 9 p.m. She needed to go to bed. She said that she was getting up at 5.30 no matter what and turning on all the lights. Oh, mm-mm-mm-mm. after a week of trying to work out compromises, this left me pretty frustrated. Even complaining or completing our RA-mediated roommate agreement early on did not solve our disagreements. Yeah, they try to mediate and make you sign an agreement that you'll work together, blah, blah. Who gets up at fucking 5.30? If I recall, the earliest class you can sign up for is 8. So what's I mean, ho- every what's, school is different, but, but what's this person just doing? sounds like a jerk. Yeah, she's a dickwad. She, she deserves to have to go live with her quiet, standoffish parents. Okay. 
didn't solve their disagreements. If anything, it just exposed more problems. She ended up being so hostile toward me that I avoided my room. I hate that too. Avoided my room as much as possible, which is a difficult thing for an introvert like myself. As soon as I could, I started to search for another room. I would have too. Ashley had this kind of problem where she had a problem with a roommate and she like felt like she couldn't go to her room. So she'd like stay in the lobby. Of hey, the- I, I completely understand. I am avoidant of all confrontation. Sean really is. I would, I would try to talk to them and then I would, I don't know. Yeah. I'd probably, like I said, I'd take the bulbs out of the lights. I <laughs> would pack my bags and I would look for a train. I would get on that train. No, they should be getting on the train. Would, She's the jerk. I would ride away and I'd start in life in a new, in a new city. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I make a new friend. Just, Just like turn you. around, I'm gone again. Maybe, Maybe tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> I want to settle down. Sean's a little hobo hopping on that train. Until tomorrow. You'd rather I'll pick just up. keep rolling on. Okay, okay. You'd rather pack up all your things rather than have conflict. <laughs> he needs a third therapist. Okay. I found someone with an empty bed on the floor below mine. And we got along well. And I was moved in. I have another crazy story about this movie in process. If you want me to write back, of course, yeah, of course, write back, please write back. But three weeks later, when I was in bed, super sick with mono, I got strep throat a lot too. So you just get sick. This new roommate informed me that she was moving out. I still don't really know why. So then I was alone in my new room. That is amazing. Living large. That's what happened to Ashley. She, her roommate one went on like a study abroad. And so she had the whole room to herself. And I was like, Jackpot. Ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs> at the end of the first semester i got an email saying that another resident was moving in she emailed me with her phone number so i texted her to get to know her and i didn't hear anything back when i returned to campus after the holidays her things were moving to the room but she was nowhere to be found it got to be about midnight when i texted her to let her know that i was going to bed and just wondered where she was the next morning still no answer still no roommate i ended up emailing my ra just to make sure that she was okay I go to school in a city. Maybe something happened happened to her. I don't know. You are very thoughtful. And I would have been worried also. Turns out she wasn't actually going to stay in the dorms that semester. And the only time I ever met her was when she came back to gather her belongings. One of my other friends had a situation like this where her parents wouldn't allow her to live with her boyfriend. So she lived with him, but just had her some stuff at the place. So it made it look like she lived there. I was like, again, that person turns into an arch criminal at some point in their life. Duplicitous. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Not that's there's anything wrong with it. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. That they're like living a double life, but what's going on? Where was that person? What did they do? I mean, people do a lot of strange things, you know? I know. So that's the story of how I had three <laughs> roommates, but also lived alone for most of my freshman year of college. Pretty cool. I love the pod and appreciate everyone who writes in with their stories. Thanks for bearing with mine. Of course. Thank I- you, Abby. Abby, I think that uh, your stories are fantastic. I also think that uh, the audience stories make the podcast that much better. They do. It's important that we know who you are. It's important that you know who we are and that we're not just like strangers. You know what I mean? Uh, I think I, It's a good community building thing. It is because otherwise it's just us blathering on. Yeah, and it's boring. We're it boring. Is. But I think that it's important that, you know, everyone kind of, there's a community. Mm-hmm. They say the success to a good podcast is a community and okay. i think we're building one are you being serious or you being i am facetious? being serious oh, no i, I, I think that uh point. if you start a anything uh on on social media like with the intent of building uh an audience mm-hmm. 
it's not an audience, it's a community because mm-hmm. then people communicate and people Well, that's are, the, that's the magic behind or what I feel is the magic behind our like base our YouTube channel like Katie Morton like the original the original. Yep. Um because that's what keeps you motivated or like keeps me motivated. Um and it keeps I don't know. It's what makes it worth it. You build friendship uh, yeah. through hearing other people's stories as well. Like who else is listening to this? Weird... And I got to hear Leah's voice, even though I just talked to her. Yeah. Ah. And I see some letters here from other people that I just talked to. I cool. know you. Okay. With that said, uh, there's the discord server. The link yes. is in the description below. Talk A lot more. of you have been in there and it's really cool. What we did is we took some of the notes from what you were saying and we expanded it. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, man. Here's the deal. Um, with the Discord server, we have no idea what we're doing, so we're learning as we go. <laughs> and basically, you set up all these channels inside of this environment. So right okay. now, it's OTDM Discord, right? And then it has channels within OTDM? Yeah. And so there's like basically different uh, trains of conversation. Okay. So there's the so Katie stuff. So if you want to talk about, okay. Uh, there's there's, there's that mental mean, health. What's that Katie stuff? There's, well, um, so like I have pret- a- Are you pretending to be me? <laughs> How rude. <laughs> No, I'd never do that. Uh, but like there's the OTDM stuff. There's the Katie stuff. So we have two different sections inside of mm. this Discord server. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're just kind of leaving the rules up to you as the audience to figure out. Because I think Police that's, yourself. Yeah. You can do it. Because we don't have the bandwidth. And, and I think They've really, done a great job over the years. I exactly. It's, it's a community. You guys know here. what you want with, mm-hmm. the, with the environment. So it's really cool to see everyone chatting in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some good stuff. And uh, well, the link I will be in the description. Yeah. With that said, we're With gonna go watch some. Sure, I'm so excited. I'm gonna try to do some yoga first because my neck is a little sore. This podcast actually helped me calm down. All these Sean was super me. anxious and like because um, we had to film Monday's video before this, and I was like, "Well, we can film too." And he's like, "I don't think we have enough time." Blah blah. blah. And I was like, "Your game's not till eight. Right now is like 1:45 p.m." <laughs> he was like, "I wasn't talking about the game." I'm like, "You were." physically talking about the game mentally i don't know i don't know what's happening all right do me a favor <laughs> if you're listening to this still just send your good vibes mm. montreal canadians they're not gonna to listen win. to this till saturday i know what i'm talking about the next round oh. we're running the next round oh we're going to the cup okay i'm gonna have to let you guys go because he's about to lose his mind all right thank you for listening uh as always you're appreciated more than you know have a wonderful weekend we always love hearing from you we are officially into may on our emails so we are getting there not bad considering this I thought is we got uh, through quite a few today I, I think you're an excellent reader thank you and i am a terrible co-host for you're an amazing co-host and leah you really stumped me on those and i hope that i made you giggle because i cannot pronounce anything you know? Oh, those wacky Germans. Okay. Um. That's it. Bye. <laughs>